By special arrangement with the producer and the distributor, Hokushin Audiovisual Limited have the pleasure in presenting for your entertainment the following motion picture on video cassette. Light speed to taglines. A Star Tours reference? Yeah. Aw. <laughs> Aw. From like the original? Yeah, rest in peace. Wow. Now I gotta wear 3D glasses. Did, did, this movie came out before uh, that even did. Yeah. Wow. wow. Well, I do have some taglines. <gasps> right? Straight from the force. Whoa. Here we go. Oh, I thought that was one of them. No. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was real aggressive. <laughs> Straight from the force. <laughs> Sorry. Step into the force. <laughs> um, the mightiest combat of the galaxies. It's like they weren't legally allowed to use war. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, we can't say war in a children's movie, so we're going to. We're, we're not actually legally allowed to say Star Wars at all. <laughs> Uh, yeah, George won't let us do it. He just said, put my fucking bears in the movie. <laughs> well, th because because this film, it, it was historically done on, on CBS or ABC. Probably on ABC. Mm, yeah, one or the other. Because it, is this a wonderful world of... No. Nope. No, oh, yes, this, this is, is not Disney. This it's is CBS. CBS. Right? So, oh, they, so they weren't actually yeah. legally allowed to use... The phrase Star Wars. So that's why this is like the mightiest combat. That is so weird. Star that combat. It's a Star Wars movie, but they can't reference Star Wars. Mm -hmm. That makes a lot of sense now. Yeah. <laughs> An all new adventure in a world beyond the stars. <laughs> all the stars of the movie, actually. Beyond all the beyond, original stars. Beyond any star. <laughs> When your biggest star is Warwick Davis, you're in trouble. No, the biggest star is the principal from Breakfast Club. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. From Lucasfilm, creators of the Star Wars saga. Now, this must have been when it went on to, like, DVD or something. Or, like, or like VHS or whatever. Yeah. Because yeah. right? then they were actually allowed to say it, I guess. Right? <laughs> That's it. That's all I got. Oh. Right? With three arrows to the chest, two spears to the chest, one woman turning into a crow, one alien turned into a burnt log, multiple laser kills, and 14 on-screen deaths for a kid's movie. With a 5.5 on IMDb, it's 1985's Ewoks, The Battle for Endor. Let's drop some bombs. I don't want you here. Get out. No place to go. I don't care about that. This house is for a family. You know what I mean? A family? Home sweet home? All that crap! Hey, you know what they say? Why is that you wait for them, man? Go get Up there, you omnipotent super beings from some other dimensional planet! Hit <laughs> it! Welcome to Bonds Away, the only podcast recorded inside a projection booth. My name is Jonathan Young. Joining me inside the studio, as always, is. Tyler Rowe. Wow. 
Who was that before you? <laughs> oh, there, there's an Ewok in the in the it's studio an, with us. It's the new droid voiced by Maya Rudolph. <laughs> <laughs> no, that one just says like bubble barrel. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, BBA, take a bubble barrel. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. So before we get going, announcements. One, thank you everybody who joined us at Plan Nine last night. Yeah, that was amazing. Awesome. What a great time! Thank you to those prom girls. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> what I'm a really, wild story! I'm really glad I just took a chance. For those who weren't there, you're gonna need to put context. Yes, in now. that was I'm weird. Really glad I yeah, took a I just walked up to them and I was like, "Hey, do you have a date?" And they were like, "No." And that went. <laughs> I, I wasn't did, even on stage. I didn't, I didn't even come to the show. <laughs> no, I went to my car uh, when we had about 15 minutes before the show was gonna start, and there was some girls taking prom photos in the like alleyway against the mural behind the theater. And I was like, you guys want to take pictures on the on the stage that looks like a graveyard? So and you still creepily proposition them with taking pictures. <laughs> I, I didn't say I was going to take their pictures. Right, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, but it's I, just the fact that you saw them in an alley. Yeah. <laughs> you were also in said alley and were like, you want to take some pictures? Well, they were also like, they couldn't get a picture of all of them together because they were taking the pictures of each other. Oh, yeah. So I was like, oh, then we'll take some pictures for them. But yeah. Took pictures on stage. It was like a great chance. And yeah. then we forgot to tell them who we were, and we just escorted them out of the, <laughs> the theater. It's typical us. Yeah, just totally forget. <laughs> like, thanks, bye! And then, like, then literally midway through the film, you were like, shit, I forgot to give them a card. Yep. Yep. And that's the funny part, too, is because the same thing happens at these shows, too. The shows are, like, first and foremost, a, a way to let get new people to f- find out about us to know who we are to listen to this show and then going like okay i'd say what at least 80 percent of the audience had never come to a live show before yeah right and we did not give them any material no flyers no like nope. anything no right? which is surprising i'm surprised so many people came out to a show in a plan nine yeah which is like that's amazing to yeah. me yeah so what i learned is i was like man we just got to Make flyers. We need like a t-shirt gun that we can shoot business cards out of. <laughs> they make one that that's you can... just called a confetti gun. Yeah, they make one that you can put money in, and it like we should get that with our business cards. Or literally just hand them out at the door. Why are you <laughs> complicating? It was, it was it. more fun. <laughs> you want to shoot confetti at them? We'll do that. Oh, all right, all right. I'm cool. I'm down with it. Yeah, the theater will love that. So they let us make it all wet. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so what we did announce last night. Is for May, our live show Yes, will be on May 24th. It's a Friday. Now, normally we do Saturdays, but um, I had a wedding to go to that Saturday. Uh, so we're pushing it back one day, right? It's Friday, May 24th. We're doing 1987's The Running Man with Arnold Schwarzenegger. The Walking Woman. Yes. That's the alternate title? I don't know. Yes. <laughs> uh, it actually takes place in the past. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, that we will be joined on stage by the Grindbed podcast, which is our local uh, kind of uh, neighbors in yep. po- in podcasting. Uh, they do a trash and grindhouse and exploitive cinema from 1960 to 1990, and they will be joining us on stage to uh, celebrate, quote unquote, the uh, the uh, the. I can't say anniversary because it was done in '87, but the anniversary of. Like when the movie takes place in the future. Yes, in 2019. Yes. Um, so 
please join us for that one. Yes. Tickets are on sale now at www.thefridacinema.org slash events slash bombs away live. And uh, yeah, we'll see you there. Okay. Yeah. Also, make sure you get your hands on T-shirts. T-shirts. Okay. Don't know when May's sale is going to come, but if you're following at Bombs Away Show on any of our social media, you will know because you'll see the post. Okay. Yep. So you'll see the link there. So make sure that you're following us there. But there's um, uh, um, some great T-shirts coming out. Tyler will eventually make his uh, his t-shirt that he keeps promising everybody I'm i so know sorry i know i have some t-shirts on deck based on the stalkers that are in the movie of the running man Ooh. so i'm making like t-shirts as if you were a fan like in the audience of the running man oh, so like sick. you would love your favorite stalker like dynamo or fireball or, or, or sub-zero any of those right i'll it's sub-zero yeah <laughs> but not the one from mortal Kombat. Oh, right. Just an just an Asian guy that dresses around like a hockey goalie. So sub zero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, so there'll be like character ones like that. And there'll be like the running man logo. Like it's the TV logo with the ICS, which is the cable network it's on. Yeah. You know, like ICS presents the ISIS. running man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, or like we love Killian, which is the the name of the the show host. Mm-hmm. Um, things like that. I'm I'm designing now, so there's going to be probably our biggest set of t-shirts related to one movie. Yeah. Uh, but that's all on tpublic.com/slash/stores/slash/bombs-away-show. Okay. 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 Anything else? Did I forget anything? I don't believe so. Okay. All right. So, happy May the Fourth, everyone. May the trek be with you. What are you, Dave? <laughs> uh, anyone watching? <laughs> Nobody knows who that is. No, <laughs> no it's our Star Wars obsessed. Star Trek. It's our Star Trek obsessed. Star Trek obsessed um, special person. <laughs> uh, yeah. God, may the fourth. Be with you if you watch this film. Oh God! Yeah, may the fourth may may the fourth deliver you from evil. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ! This feels more like Revenge of the Fifth. Oh shit! <laughs> um, this is a, this is a great film to watch. If may you... the third also the turd. <laughs> all right, we're just slam dunking them today. Apparently, all the good jokes happened last night. <laughs> on your end <laughs> um this is uh this is the perfect movie to watch if you think uh the worst thing that lucas has ever had attached to his name was the prequels <laughs> oh i thought the worst thing was the star wars holiday special this is at least that's entertaining <laughs> on a whole different level though. at least that is entertaining and grounded in star wars right this is the oddest thing i have ever seen star yeah. wars related yeah, so uh, let me catch people up on on and and you as well because yeah. I did the first one of these with Jarrett last year. Yeah, okay. Previously so... on Ewoks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but not the cartoon. No, the Ewoks uh, Caravan of Courage. Yes, uh, yes, it was called Ewoks, uh, the Ewok Adventure Caravan of Courage. Okay, and in Ewok Adventure, the Caravan of Courage, we have um, uh, the family uh, uh, known as the Tawanis, I believe, right? And um, yeah, I think I think it's Tawani. Uh, I I could I could actually look that up. Uh, 
Yes, Tawani, T-O-W-A-N-I. Okay, so you have Sindel and her brother Mace, right? Which will be the first time they used Mace in the Star Wars universe. And then Samuel Jackson was like, yeah, fuck that kid. It's mine now. No one remembers those. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Sindel and Mace uh, crash land on a planet with, with their, their family. The movie opens up with their with the mother and father like looking for the kids in the dark in the Endor forest. Right, and they can't find them, and then they get the the two of them get kidnapped by some unseen monster, right? And you're already like, well, I don't remember any other creature other than Ewoks in Return of the Jedi, but all right, we'll go with it. And so then Sindel and Mace get rescued uh, by the Ewoks when they're under attack by a monster some other time uh, uh, while they're living in their spaceship, homeless, basically not knowing where their their family is. Then the Ewoks uh, bring them to their village. And the mystic head Ewok basically is like, he uses this magic dreidel. I'm not even joking. (laughs) He uses this magic dreidel with like mirrors on it. And when you spin it fast enough, you can see images of like what you want to see. Right. And that's how they figure out where the parents are. They're like basically in a giant bird cage hung by this giant creature in like the desert portion of the forest moon of Endor. Uh, which we'll get all into that. We'll get into that. <laughs> Jonathan and I had like a long <laughs> discussion about what that truly meant. Right. And so the Ewoks go in a, uh, a caravan of courage. <laughs> a Dodge caravan. <laughs> <laughs> that was another t-shirt I wanted to design. <laughs> a bunch of, a bunch of Ewoks in a caravan. Basically Dodge hanging caravan. out of a caravan. Yeah. called And it just says caravan of courage. That'd be cool. Yeah. I just, I'm not a drawler like that. So. Yeah, I don't I don't know any drawlers. Yeah. <laughs> and uh so they go they go on this caravan and during that time they encounter a magical reflecting p- pond that if you touch the pond and your reflection, you actually get trapped on the underside of the water and could possibly drown. Uh what? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, very uh um, never-ending story of this film yeah the, basically every ewok to go on their journey which is why this sounds like like willow because like willow gets a bunch of like like rocks that'll turn things to stone and stuff yeah. like that same d- damn thing so like uh yeah the, one of them gets like a magic stick that's able to like pull him out of the water right um there's a rock that if you drop it on the ground it cracks open and there's like an arrowhead inside and it'll like point the way in the dirt <laughs> God, um, there's little lightning bug fairies. <laughs> Not getting you. And then the lightning bug fairies actually made their way into uh, Star Wars Battlefront Two. Oh, really? During in the Ewok hunt is what they uh, they uh, they have an Ewok hunt mode, which like you play an Ewok in the dark. Like taking out stormtroopers, like it's a really fun mode. Oh, I thought it was like a one of those hunting games, like Cabela's, <laughs> and you just like hunt Ewoks, <laughs> but with a shotgun. Yeah, you just still blow, a shotgun, blow them away. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like it makes that noise, <laughs> and in the subtitles, it says, "Please, I'm with my family." <laughs> Shoot them. <laughs> That's my favorite like uh thing in Return of the Jedi when that when that one Ewok just straight up gets like shot down and then like uh, they get blown out and like the one is still alive and he's like shaking the one that's dead he's like <laughs> <laughs> any chance to see an Ewok die is a good one for me. So um 
You won't see it in this movie. No. So, of course, they get to the giant's lair. They save the parents. And uh, happy day. Like, they all live in the Ewok forest because, like, they're not going to be able to repair their ship. Right? And uh, that's how the movie ends. Okay? Thank you for joining us. You're welcome. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was talking to the listeners. I know. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so if you were interested in a like a, a rundown, uh, like play-by-play on that one, uh, listen to episode 55, Caravan of Courage, the Ewok Adventure. The first episode I ever listened to. Oh, really? Yeah, because it came out shortly after I moved down here. Oh, fun. Yeah. <laughs> you and I went on a... Uh, we, we we worked in Hollywood, and you told me about your podcast, and then I, I listened to this. Awesome. And I was like, damn, I don't ever want to be a part of this. <laughs> and here we are. Here I am. So, now, the movie opens up, right? And uh, meanwhile, mind you, this was released in November 24th of 1985, so the very tail end of it. Yes. Right? Um, and it was released on CBS, and so there are moments that seem like a commercial breakdown is going to happen. Yeah, because it just like fades to black and then comes back up. Yeah. <laughs> and um, now the dad has been replaced by Paul Gleason. Yeah, uh, the principal from Breakfast Club. Yeah. Uh, this movie came out the same year as Breakfast Club. Yeah. <laughs> so real strong year for him. He was like, I need, I need to promote it. <laughs> Do you think they'll let me wear my principal outfit in the Ewok movie? Listen, Ewoks, you mess with the bulls, you get the horn. <laughs> He's got toilet paper stuck to his foot. <laughs> that is not the song. What? No, that's from Spaceballs. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, them. <laughs> You're doing the 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 dink dinks from Spaceballs, but I'm doing Breakfast Club as Ewoks. Oh, okay. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh no, that is the dink dinks. Yeah, it's the dink dinks. <laughs> Shit. When did we get to Disneyland? <laughs> um, uh, no, you you're thinking of uh. You're thinking of the Ewok song at the original Return of the Jedi's? No. Oh. I but so what song did you think you were doing? The the song from Breakfast Club, which is what? Oh, I can't remember now. You mean <laughs> <laughs> uh don't you forget about me? No, when they're whistling. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I could tell. <laughs> asshole <laughs> making me feel like I'm wrong. Oh, that oh, that might be the same song. The one I was just doing. Yeah, maybe. As Ewoks, <laughs> as I said. God damn it. Well, then we just made a weird connection then. Yes. Because we just looped it back around. Anyway, so in in, <laughs> in the Ewoks movie, yes, Paul Gleason, um, they're fixing their ship. Um, yeah. Uh, I didn't know the story of the first one going into this, but mm-hmm. it sounds like they somehow just solved their space travel problem. Yep. Because uh, he has, like, a fuel cell. Yes. And they're going to fly out of here, like, now. Yep, no problem. <laughs> and so Sindel's basically, Sindel's the little girl. Yep. Um, and she is saying goodbye to Wicket, which is the main Ewok that everybody knows from Return of the Jedi that originally met Princess Leia. 
Yeah. And it's played by Warwick Davis. Warwick of, Davis. Of yes. Leprechaun fame and all. This movie has um, two of the four famous midgets in Hollywood. <laughs> it's, it's, got, <laughs> it's got Tony Cox and Warwick Davis. Yeah. All they're missing is like uh, is Vern Troyer and um, Peter Dinklage, and they could yeah. have had a, a full house. <laughs> Damn. Um, so, yeah, he she's saying goodbye to to Wicket and and uh now Wicket is full on talking. Yeah, he speaks they, the that that was the most baffling part of this movie to me was that the Ewoks speak full English. Yep. So they didn't speak English until like basically Sindel was helping him learn English in the last one. Yeah, she, yeah, she Okay, yeah, that makes so sense. So she'd be like Star Cruiser and he'd be like <laughs> right? You got those big stupid Ewok teeth. Those yeah. like buck teeth. And just giant bulbous non blinking eyes. They're so scared. I don't know who did the Ewok costumes for this, but they look terrible. They're, they're the same costumes. Are they? Yeah. Well, they didn't age well. Yeah. This... No, this is all still Lucasfilm and everything. God, someone threw them. I thought maybe they made like new ones for cheap because these look terrible. No. They look like they were stored like in a bucket <laughs> and just like thrown on. No, they're the same, but the eyes are like bulging or something. Yeah, no, they look like they're like, like they left them in a trailer and they melted. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, no, everything's the same. Jeez. Yeah. So. That's rough. Yeah. I hate Return of the Jedi, so I probably like. Just I haven't seen it enough to remember that they look terrible in that movie too. Shut up. Don't it's want... not the best, but uh, it's okay. It's okay. There you. I go. still put Revenge of the Sith before it. It's fine when you watch Return of the Jedi two it, uh, this Christmas. It'll be fine. Wow. Come on. Did you not see the trailer? You were so excited about the trailer the day after it came out, and now you're you're so upset with it. Ah! What's what's your definition of excited? You were like, oh my god, did you see the trailer? And now you're like, eh. I never, oh my god, it. You did. No. You came to me in the break room and you started punching me and hitting me and I was bleeding <laughs> and you spit on me and you're like, did you see the trailer for Star Wars? <laughs> Rise, bitch! <laughs> you're like, ah, 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 ah. That none of that happened. <laughs> it did. I have the scars no, to it prove didn't. it. I know I'm going to go on a tangent here, but it's important. Look at that trailer and look at all of it, right? And it's literally... It's 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 Return of the Jedi again. Yeah, but so was the past two films were also just A New Hope again. Actually, Last Jedi was the farthest I from know. Empire, and that's why everyone cries about it. <laughs> yeah, right. But people cried about uh, Force Awakens being too much like A New You're Hope. Like, uh, excuse me, it was actually nothing new, really, at all. Just uh, Luke is a girl now for some reason. And then they made uh, <laughs> something very different, in yeah, my opinion. Yeah, Last Jedi, and now they're like, Oh, excuse me, uh, this didn't feel like a movie at all? <laughs> uh, not the Star Wars I know. Not my Star Wars. So I'm just already calling it, is yeah. what I'm saying. Like, me, I don't care. Like, I love them. They're great. Maybe right? they'll build another Death Star. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but what, but what, what I saw, the parallels uh, are like, yes, we're getting the Emperor. Like, literally, in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Right? They're being chased in a desert they're going back to a desert planet probably even jakku which is like them going back to tatooine well right? it's like you and i joked about it's like um hey uh ryan johnson yeah thanks thanks so much for making such a great movie but uh i kind of had a plan and my thing is like not doing anything <laughs> different so i'm just gonna go ahead with that thanks yeah. <laughs> and all the things that you like destroyed i'm just bringing them back <laughs> Also, Lando's totally gonna fucking die. <laughs> yeah, he is. 
<laughs> Part of me feels like Lando, Chewie, and the Falcon will just explode. That's what I was just going to say. It's going to fucking explode. <laughs> yeah, they're going to yeah. hit Leia's force ghost that's floating through space, and they're going to blow up. <laughs> she could be like, I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. <laughs> Flying uh, with Yondu. As long as there is no Ewoks in this new one, we'll be fine. <laughs> There's one. Jar Jar's going to show up, man. <laughs> Him and the Ewoks. It's just everything. And B. Arthur from the Christmas Holiday Special. <laughs> and um, and Lu- to sing a song. And Lumpy. <laughs> Chewbacca's son. Chewbacca's going to die and Lumpy's going to come out and be like... <laughs> oh, man. Well, even... Dude, why is it J.J. That... Abrams, hire us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, I really like those guys. I like it. They're not. They're talking about not changing anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're talking about bringing back old school. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, but they didn't say lens flare, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, um, tangent over. Yes, Star Wars rant over. Right. So, like I said, Wicked is full on talking now. Right. And I'm just like, Jesus. And what's weird about this is that some people uh, will say that this all happened before Return of the Jedi in between Empire and Jedi. And you're like, no bullshit. Like, because like he's all talking. And uh, I really, in my opinion, this happened after. And I straight up think that the Empire wiped out all these other indigenous species that are possibly a threat. Yeah. You know, yeah, well, wiped out these marauders, which are our bad guys in this film. Probably wiped out the giant giant from wait, the first Wait, you mean movie. like, a- wait, so you're saying this takes place after Return of the Jedi? Oh. But the, yeah, see, what you're saying is this takes place after, oh, yeah, but yeah, the yeah. Empire came back. So it has to take place before, or all those animals were like, yeah, we just won't be in your movie. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> and all these weird people. Which is, oh, that's right. Because that's that was my question where I'm like. What was the Empire thinking? To fight on that planet? To to, to to touch down and put their shield base on this planet, which seems very hostile. Um, Because it's full of three-foot-tall bears that you could, like, kick <laughs> over. But also... But they managed to lose to a bunch of people with rocks. But also, if you're making this movie, right, and it's supposed to be in the continuity until Disney took over, then... You also have marauders. You have gigantic giants. Yeah. Like, like enough where it's like, why didn't you just, like, I don't know, go to Geonosis where nothing's happening anymore? Yeah. You know, like. Technically, this is still canon because this is No, this is in the Legends now. It is. I thought Legends was anything pre-episode um, one. No. No, Legends is anything that was written that they don't want anymore. Oh, sick. <laughs> yeah. So, like, all the Timothy Zahn novels are Legends, like, you know, all that kind of stuff. Interesting. Yeah. That's wild. Yep. Well, thank God, because let me tell you. Well, because at first they were like, none of that matters, right? And people got pissed, so they were like, okay, it matters in the sense that we'll call it legend. Which is so weird for this movie because, um, interesting piece of trivia, There's uh, Adam Driver is actually in this film. Um, this is a subtle nod to the fact that I turned it off and I watched Black Klansman instead and then came back to it later. <laughs> I've been sitting on that one for so long since I've watched this. Oh, oh. Too bad I, I can't in good taste do anything that he says in that movie. No. no. <laughs> um. <laughs> Racist Kylo Ren. Stupid goddamn bears. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, sir, you know that's a slur for Ewoks. <laughs> we gotta secure the <laughs> gotta secure the future for the Empire. <laughs> I'll finish what you started, Grandfather. I won't let these goddamn bears take over this planet. <laughs> <laughs> I can just imagine the propaganda posters now. <laughs> Eyes all bulging out their heads. <laughs> <laughs> a dead bear is a good bear. <laughs> when visiting Endor, wrap it up. <laughs> uh, so, um, you think anyone ever fucked an Ewok? Oh, damn! <laughs> I'm just saying, it probably happened. Maybe Han when he got real mad. <laughs> you know that part on the bridge where like Luke tells Leia that he's that he's their sister, and then like he leaves, and Han shows up, and he's like, "What's wrong?" And she's like, "I can't tell you." And he straight up is like. Would you tell Luke? Is that what you tell? God damn it! <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. That yeah. part, like he's straight up jealous because so he just doesn't a, know. I'll find a sexy Ewok. <laughs> right. Me and Chewie been doing it for years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you see us in the shower and solo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, solo was good. Why didn't anyone go and see it? God, it was good. <laughs> but also, the the uh, Wookie in that movie is really weird too. Not Chewbacca, the one he, he finds. That may or may not be his family that he's looking for. Oh. That's a weird looking Wookiee. <laughs> <laughs> that's a Down Syndrome Wookiee. Oh, that's Clint Howard. You can't call him that. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's the droid master. Yeah. yeah. Mommy, put me in. <laughs> I think they did it again. <laughs> I, I control the droids. <laughs> yeah. That's nice. Yeah, it's good. It's good. You're in a Star War. I know. <laughs> You're in a Star War now. Yay. <laughs> Uh, That's why they had to get rid of the other directors so I could be in it. (laughs) (laughs) I said, put me in the movie. And they said, no, we're getting the guys from Lego movie. He's like, they're dead. (laughs) I'll make Ronnie a star. (laughs) Oh, God. So we're five minutes into this movie so far. (laughs) Like a minute. (laughs) Um. So she's hanging out with Wicket, um, and then straight up, like just laser fire starts happening out of and explosions, nowhere. everything. Right, and a war just happens in front of them. Yeah, and so um, I guess horses are now indigenous to Endor. <sighs> Don't even get me started on the shit that this movie introduces to the Star Wars universe: horses and crows and magic. <laughs> yes, not even the Force. No, straight up, there is a sorceress, and this, and we're not talking like. Jonathan and I had this discussion. We're not talking like the the Clone Wars witches. The Night Sisters. The Night Sisters. We're straight up talking like <laughs> a witch. Yeah, <laughs> she does magic. So so yeah, the the witch that we're talking about, um, she is her name is Sheral. Yeah. Right, and she is like. <laughs> She's like she's like Cher if she straightened her hair and was like wearing a bird feather costume. Yeah. Right. This is this is the and also she is like all all mistakes aside of what this adds to Star Wars, she's a very interesting character. Sure. And she's not even our big bad guy. No. She's like a peon. She's, she's weak. Yeah. Honestly. Because our, our main bad guy shows up with her. Right. Um they're they're harassing Paul Gleason. Uh-huh. Um, and he, yeah. So basically, the Marauders is this group of, yeah. of uh, not bear size, but normal size, like mutant looking people. And and again, another thing that's so weird about this is why didn't they just make these the Marauders the pig people? 
The Ognots? Yeah. Is that the, are they the Ognots? What, do you just want midget on midget? No, 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 not oh, the Ognots. the Gamorians from, yeah, from, from Jabba's, Jabba's Palace? Palace? Nah, because they're, like, retarded. <laughs> so were these guys. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, no, I would say that these would be more like the Weequays, which were, like, the skiff guards in Jabba's Palace. Honestly, I'm so upset you know so many of the alien names just off the top of your head. Hell this yeah. is insane. Oh, like, no, uh, and that's all from... Action figures. Oh, a lot that's of the right. action yeah, yeah. figures. They could have used the Squeak Wars, though. Um, <laughs> that's not immediately. I'm like, that's not one. That's not one. Don't don't lie. Uh, Data could have come in <laughs> from Star Trek. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he could ride a Squeakway. Like, <laughs> beep, 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 no, three PO is the Data of of Star Wars. He's a robot. Yeah. So is so Data. he's not. Yeah. So is Data. <laughs> Data's a white guy. <laughs> <laughs> Super white. Yeah. Actually, he's very yellow. Yeah, I don't like. Yeah. 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 Fuck you, Star Trek. And probably gay. Whoa. Both of them are. 3PO and Data. They'd fuck. Yeah, they would. Put it in my data port. So the Marauders show up, and they're blasting the place to, to sky, sky High, the Ewok Village. Yeah. And, um,. And this is where Mace, her brother, is is shooting and and fighting off marauders with the dead body of his mother next to him. Yeah. And Sindel sees this and he's like, "Get out of here! Don't look at this!" Yeah. He's like, "Ah, uh, bye." <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, she she died from the marauders, not me. Uh, so funny. <laughs> uh, now knowing that that these characters were all set up in the first movie, it was as if this movie was like, "Remember those characters from the first one?" Yeah. Fuck them. You only exactly. care about the kid. That's why I'm talking about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, that's why I thought it was very important to tell people about the first one real quick is the fact that, like, we just went through a full other adventure. If you watch these back to back, like, you'd be like, what? Yeah, they literally just trash the family in the first 10 minutes. Yeah. They're done. Well, like, the first movie doesn't make any. Well, it doesn't. Yeah. But <laughs> it doesn't make any no, difference. Yeah. So the mom is dead. Yeah. The brother's presumably dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if they turned this into, like, basically they could cut it, cut a, a, some bits and pieces and actually take both t- two and, and turn it into maybe a, a Star Wars length movie, which is about 220. You know, yeah. Um, you would you would actually have something that is a little more cohesive, yeah. Except for the fact that like you've never seen these marauders before. This is maybe the first time they're attacking, right? Yeah. So you're just like, okay, halfway through this movie, yeah. There's a lot that's not explained, yeah. Um. So then, um, her brother's presumably dead. She sees her father. No, her brother is dead. So basically, oh, yes, Sindel has a bracelet. Um, and that's th- right. And this bracelet is from the first one. It's sh- it, and that's why they went on the adventure instead of being like they're dead, right? Is because they have a bracelet that shows every every single all four of them have a bracelet that shows the other three's uh, life signs. And I believe Sindel has a line along the lines of straight up just like my brother's dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she goes, "Mommy and Mace, they're dead." Yeah. right. And the dad goes, "I know." Yeah, and then uh, Wicket's like, oh, yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. This is my child slave now. <laughs> so, yes, um, so, so Mace gets blown up in a hut that he, like, dodged into. Yeah. And she runs, and then she goes to where the dad was with the spaceship. But now the main leader of uh, the the Marauders, which is Tarek, right? Yes. Which um, that Tarek is played by uh, Carl Strzok. Strukyken or Stroiken? Stroiken? I think it's Carol. Yes, who's famously plays uh, Lurch. Oh. Okay. He plays Lurch in uh, the Adams Family movie. 
Oh, okay. oh, and he's in Twin Peaks. Yes, and he's in Men in Black. Yes, he's in Men in Black. Is that really tall? The looking. ones that they talk to in the uh, is it in the morgue? They talk yes. to him. Yes, yeah, yeah, right. And that guy's actually not an alien, or something? no? There's or? an alien in the back of his head. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yes, he plays uh, Tarek here, and honestly, one of the best, one of the best looking characters in the movie. Yes. Uh, makeup wise, he's terrifying looking. Yes, but his voice is awful. <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> <laughs> I want the power. He's harder to understand than uh, he's speaking English. Yes, and he's harder to understand than uh, Jabba, who's <laughs> speaking say Jabba. whatever Jabba language yeah. is. Jabba's like Uda Kolo Solo Pudu, and you're like, yeah, Solo is a piece of shit. Yeah, I get it, I get it. And this guy's like, <laughs> Ewoks. <laughs> I, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Later on, I love when he goes, the Ewoks, <laughs> like he's Master Splinter. Yeah. <laughs> Ewoks. <laughs> we have to order a pizza. Uh, skipping stones. <laughs> and so. Oh God. And, and so now, at this point, uh, Sindel is trying to get back to her dad, and the dad is uh being threatened by a Tarek and uh. And he's like, get me the power. I know you have the power. Right? And he's yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, literally, he goes, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I know. And it's <laughs> not like a lying, I don't know what you're talking about. It's a genuine, like, I have no fucking clue what you're talking about. And he's, like, looking around, like, any of you know what the hell he's talking Anybody about? Anybody understand this guy? And this is, we'll learn We'll learn later on um, what this is referring to. Uh, what what they're talking about the power uh, very obviously right off the bat everyone knows it's this power cell right but the problem with this film and the stuff that it sets into this universe is that there is magic that right. people and don't you're, understand and you're like is he talking about the force because you as an audience member have already gone through three plus this movie of Star Wars films yeah of, of being like yo the force he's got to be talking about the force but it's so weird is that he's and and I know I'm skipping ahead a little bit but they're literally referring to the power cell. To power this ship. Yeah. Which is like head scratching. Because it's like, hold on, wait. We, you guys live in a, an advanced society in in the future, spa- well, future past. You should know that this is just a fuel cell, not a magical item. Mm, well, we'll get to why they only think it's what it is. Yes. but it's One, just... because they're kind of a primitive race that just lives in a castle. Yeah, it is. Right. This, this is kind of like stupid. Native and they Americans, have like... basically. <laughs> no, that's not you. God damn it! You made me sound like a racist. <laughs> I just meant it's like they are a primitive people on this planet. So are the Ewoks. Sure, but if the Empire was here previously, then they that what you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Also, where was this cool castle? Where was Castle Grayskull in, in Return okay, of the so, Jedi? So they might have been a primitive, and that maybe that's how they even have laser guns is like leftovers from the Empire. Yeah. I could I could take that. Ooh, okay. I could take that, right? So, um but I mean regardless, they they're they're a little slow. It is very obvious that they're a little slow. Yeah. Right? Uh, cuz they just kind of pick apart this spaceship like they've never seen it before. Yeah. Um I believe uh Sindel and Wicket are watching from like a hill yes. away. And, and the dad catches her eye and then basically like makes a distraction just so he can get to her. Basically, see a couple lines being like, "You got to go. The Ewoks will take care of you now." And she's like, "I don't want that." She's like, "Wicked's your dad now." <laughs> yeah. 
And Wicket's like, yes, yes. Don't say that. <laughs> Don't say that. It'll get weird for later. <laughs> boyfriend. <laughs> yes, boyfriend. Star Cruiser crush. <laughs> and she's like, Daddy, no. And he's like, right? go, leave, run. And so she leaves. And he just and he gets, fucking dies. Yeah, he gets shot, and he's dead. And so now they're on the run. They um, uh, are being chased by a Shirelle, right? Yeah. Shirelle. Well, right? and then they – But she – see, this is – we need to establish her, right? Like I said, she's wearing bird feathers and stuff like that, but she has this, like, basically, like, cracker box – like, cracker jack box ring. Yeah. Right? And this ring, if you stern it, right? Turns you into a god – Damn crow. <laughs> we're not even talking. We're not talking a Star Wars animal that looks like a crow. Nope. We're not talking a theoretical crow. A black crow. Go outside your house. Look in the tree. A crow. And that's it. Mm-hmm. And she flies off. Yeah. Thus introducing the magic we have been talking about this entire time. Yeah. Um, they run into the forest. Uh, Sindel and Wicket, mm-hmm. and they're running from her as the crow. As the crow, <laughs> yeah. but then is this is the portion where they get to the and they find a woman. So guess guess, guess what other movie has a crow? The crow. <laughs> no, like that's just like this has little people. It's like kind of medieval fantasy and has a person turning into a crow. Bad Santa, Willow. Yeah. Yeah. No, and then, yeah. and then and again this brings up one of my Finn big... Rizel, yeah, like literally changes from like a goat to a crow to like a whole bunch of stuff in the movie. And this this plays into one of the reasons why this this movie is is very baffling on the surface when you're thinking of it as a Star Wars movie, but it makes so much sense when you give it any second thought about why they made this the way that they did. This is literally in the heat of like Star Wars was over, sci-fi is out. Now fantasy films are what's making the money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like Dragon Slayer was out, and, and yeah, and Dragon Master, Dungeon Master. Yeah, and then obviously, what's uh, our favorite? <laughs> sex Dungeon Master. No, well, yeah, that's what he is. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Lord Cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, uh, uh, Dragon Slayer or uh, damn it, Dungeon Master. You know, Death Slayer, Death Stalker, Death Stalker, Death Stalker Two, <laughs> and I'll get you in Death Stalker Two. <laughs> um, yeah, so I mean, we're in the throes of like never-ending story. Mm-hmm. Um, I keep forgetting the name of the title of the little people one, the Willow. Willow. I yeah. do want to call it Wicket because yeah. you know it's yeah, yeah. W. But yeah, so and it's Warwick Davis. Yeah, so like Lucasfilm couldn't just be like. Oh, it's not for us. Right. We'll just make a shitty fantasy movie. Right. With Star Wars for some reason. Yeah. But, I mean, this all has the makings of what what I, I guarantee that they just threw some of the costumes and props and things over into Willow. Yeah. You know? Even, okay, in the dungeon of this set is the cage that um that people go down into the volcano in Temple of Doom into. <laughs> Did you know that? No. Yeah, in God. the dungeon, in the like center of the room, is the same is, cage. Is the cage? Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. See, and um, I, you know, personally, I know that I, I doubt this is actually what they were thinking, but I would like to see it, and uh, to throw back into my my really nerdy roots here, uh, the thing that I know really well, Warhammer has started doing this. Is um, it would be really interesting to see that if this was the start to an offshoot of Star Wars 
things. Like, if they were going to go in the route of Star Wars fantasy, right, if this worked out, um, or like, like, like I'm being nerdy here, Warhammer just started doing Warhammer horror, where they moved in that, which some of the books, some of the Star Wars books focus on, like, horror elements and the stuff. So that would have been cool if they did that, but... Obviously, they didn't. No, so that's not going to happen. Nope. They just let, uh, you know, this come out and then the. <sighs> yep. Jar Jar. So now, like I said, all the family is dead, and Sindel and, and Wicket spend a night in a cave that's like high up on a mountain because they got chased up a mountain. Yeah. Right? And there's a, uh, a giant vulture that's up there, <laughs> right? And I'm really glad. Like, mind you, okay, I know it's not the best. It's not the rancor of of Return of the Jedi in, in effects, right? Yeah. But I'm going to give it to you for a television movie. The stop motion is not that bad. It's not It's the, not the, the terrible. Problem, the problem is is that, like, the super dark black outlines around them. Is rough. Which is, which is common. Like, if you actually go back to the – because you, you have them now. You have the original uh, VHS. Yes, I have all three. Right. Now, if you go back and you watch uh, the biggest places where you can see it um, is in the Hoth battle, right? Uh, go back and look at the lines around the walkers. Yeah, and stuff like that. You can see these same black well, lines. But here's the thing: is right, mm-hmm. we're we're watching this on a computer, yeah, or on a, a new TV, right? That's going to highlight this kind of stuff, right? So it probably didn't look terrible on an old TV back oh, no, in the eighties. We also didn't care. It was yeah, amazing. I know it was, it was revolutionary didn't... at the point. I will say that uh, out of the two movies, I did not watch this one a lot. Like I, I just wouldn't, wouldn't. Right? I had them both. Right? Like oh my god, taped on television. Right? Um. Or taped on, I think they ran on the Disney Channel at some point. Either way, but I had them. Interesting. And um, I definitely didn't have them with commercials, so they definitely probably was the Disney Channel, like, taped version. Yeah. Right? But either way, I would always watch The Caravan of Courage. I remember, and for good reason, like, I remember not liking this one that much. Interesting. You know? Yeah. Uh, I I thought that that was a better story, and it, it... it, it, the weird part is that well, now when I watch this one, this one inherently has more Star Wars elements to it in this in the fact of where I'm like, okay, it's just it's a secluded planet in the Star Wars universe that really isn't up to date with the rest of the Star Wars technology, so I'll take it. Yeah, you know, instead of like in the in that one, other than the magic bird bullshit. Yeah, right. The other one had all those like magic lake and the fairies and everything. That's right. And it yeah, felt less much more fantasy. Right. Based. This one, especially when you get to the other main character in this film that we haven't gotten to yet, his ship and everything, and you see inside that, that's very much more Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know. So, but I always remember as a kid not liking this one that much because I just. I don't know. It didn't feel as fun. It's very dark. Like I like I put in the stats, fourteen on-screen deaths for yeah. a kids' movie. No, I can see why you may not like it, and it's coming up. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the vulture grabs Sindel, and uh, good thing Wicket made an entire hang glider overnight. Yeah, for some, I thought he was building them a shelter <laughs> yeah. to sleep in, and then I saw it was a hang glider. And I was like, Wicket, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> You're good. But also, like, why did you build a tent? <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, this gigantic vulture picks her up and is flying away with her. Wicket flies after her, drops – is it a rock? Yeah, they drop a rock just like 
they do in Return of the Jedi on one of the ATSTs. Yeah, right yeah. on its head, and it fucking drops Sindel, <laughs> yeah, and she like... plummets to Endor and dies. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what should have happened. Yeah. Right? He, like, nosedives. He, like, catches jet her. fighter maneuvers it and <laughs> catches her. And then they both nosedive into the ground. Like, they crash so hard, yeah. their necks should have broken. They're dead. Yeah. And then the Battle of Endor happens around their dead bodies. Oh, well, see. <laughs> <laughs> Just another casualty to the war. Well, then the Death Star finally, like, uh, the pieces of it, like, fall out of orbit. And <laughs> onto they the crash planet. onto their dead bodies. Yeah. <laughs> and then Ray shows up, like, 40 years later and is like, look at this Ewok skeleton. <laughs> oh, no, there's a little kid next to it. How sad. And the Emperor's just there laughing. Uh, 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 and now uh, we have, that's Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> just Emperor's <laughs> ghost, like, ha, ha, ha. He's laughing at the dead kid. They're like, that's pretty fucked up, even <laughs> right. for you, man. <laughs> I hated her headband. Anakin's there. He's like, ha, 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 ha. I killed kids, too. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Oh, yeah. So, um, at this point, now, Wicket and Sindel get, uh, they, they, they're, they're walking around the planet, and that's right, they encounter Teak, which is basically the Quicksilver of, of aliens. It's this film's Jar Jar. It's the worst character. He looks like just he looks like a throwaway. Like he he looks like the hills have eyes. Okay, I thought you were gonna say he looks like a rejected Captain EO character. <laughs> Where they were like, no, that's too fucking ridiculous. We can't put that in Captain EO, and they, and instead they went with Hooter. <laughs> yeah. Hooter! <laughs> yes, he's got buck teeth. He's like got he's like a rabbit. Hair. Yeah. yeah, like a rabbit, and he his like powers is he just is, moves super fast. Yeah, he's like Quicksilver from X Men, right? Oh, I thought you were gonna... <laughs> he's like Quicksilver from Age of Ultron. He just gets shot. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> and he's not in another movie. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, he just moves really fast. And he's oh, like, man, <laughs> why didn't they bring him back with the snap? Oh my god, I actually wanted that to happen. Spoiler alert, guys, that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I just never liked that they killed him. I was like, that's a waste of somebody. There's no like nobody, oh, they, nobody else important in that universe has that power. Yeah, but you know, they just they were like, well, damn, Fox did it better. So it's <laughs> the only thing they did. Better. Yeah, right. Only that character. But then they did it a second time, and it was not good. Yeah. Right. Hey, what if we this time we did the same thing, but we put it to Eurythmics? <laughs> <laughs> That's 80s, right? Yeah. Oh, man. It's awful. Um, Yeah, so we meet this character. He's in a tree, and he's like... Yeah. That's how he sounds. Just another role for a little person in Hollywood, apparently. And he brings them back to his house. Yes. So immediately they come in the house, and they're like, this place is a shithole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's so disrespectful to this poor old man. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, and like they keep saying it. They're like, God, if I lived here, I'd never live like this. God, if I lived here, I'd hang myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I, I'd rather live in the cave we were just in. Yeah, Um. so <laughs> Teak walks in. And uh, we are introduced to the old man that lives in this uh, home, uh, <laughs> Noah Brickelin, played by Wilford Wait, Brim. He had a last name? Yeah, it's just Noah. 
Yeah. Uh, played by Wilfred Brimley, which I literally just dawned on me. He's the diabetes yeah. guy. <laughs> yeah, and, and Family Guy does the joke being like, ah, diabetes. Oh, God. Uh, makes you do things. <laughs> makes you hit your wife. Wait, that wasn't my wife? Uh, who the hell did I hit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I saw the name and I was like, why do I know that? I was like, oh no! The yeah. diabetes guy. Cocoon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, he is an asshole. Oh yeah, he's just straight up, he's like, who the hell are you? What are you doing to my house? Jake, why the fuck did you bring some kids back? You remember what happened last time? <laughs> Teek's a pedophile. Right. <laughs> God damn it, Teek. Beat. Teek. I don't know. Teeky beat. Teeky beat. Sneaky Teek. Sneaky tit. <laughs> Meanwhile. Uh, it's so goddamn fast, they think it was a dream. <laughs> Meanwhile, Teek's doing a, a line of coke on the table so yeah. he can keep going fast. <laughs> God damn it, I told you I don't like people here, is what he says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And, and uh,. And Teek's just like, <laughs> starts gnawing through his leg. <laughs> and uh, what's funny is like, he's like, I don't like people here. It's like, but you allowed Teek to be here, which we'll learn later in the movie when he doesn't take them with them. That Teek doesn't belong. He's not with them. Yeah, he's just like a uh, like when your like your neighbor's cat won't get off your patio. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! I put out one can of cat food, and now Teak's here forever. Now I got raccoons. <laughs> I got super speedy raccoons. <laughs> yeah, um, this guy's an asshole. Yeah, um, but <laughs> his character one eighty so quick. <laughs> yeah, so basically he's like, they're like. Please help us. We're homeless. He's like, I don't give a damn about that. He's like, please, my family died. Good, I'm glad. Yeah. Fuck you, little orphan. <laughs> and then he's literally like, you can stay with me. It's okay. Yeah, he tells them to get out. They leave, right? And then he goes over to the to like the stove. He's like, well, they, made, they made biscuits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, <laughs> right? he's like mad that they made enough food for everyone. Yeah, no one said they could use my kitchen. <laughs> God damn it, those were rationed food. <laughs> and then they all die a week later because they cook too much. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, what's a smoked Ewok? <laughs> You're eating your brother. People probably eat smoked Ewok. Oh, nice. If the Ewoks come back in the next one, they should eat one. Just uh, like, remember, they set up the porgs to be cute, and then yeah. Chewbacca was just fucking chowing down on one. <laughs> they should eat an Ewok. Yeah. That'd be cool. Damn. Come on, JJ. Give us what we want. <laughs> I want an Ewok skin rug. <laughs> They're like, oh, it's just a placemat, really. That would be cool. We could make one. Oh, yeah. You just sure. buy like a, a fake bear rug, and then we uh-huh. put an Ewok head on it. Nice. Yeah, okay. right here in the studio. Done. Because they have the Wampa one. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love how they have the Wampa one, but it's like you wouldn't make the other ones because people would be, what, offended or hurt? And make a Sarlacc one. <laughs> Just like looks like a skinned a vagina. vagina. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a Sarlacc like, circle rug would be cool. But like if it was old school Return of the Jedi without the beak. With it not looking like Little Shop of Horrors, just the the pit of thorns. Oh basically. shit! I forgot that the the beak isn't part of the original mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Oh. Uh, how could you forget? It looks awful. Looks like a vagina with a beak. Yeah. <laughs> That's how they look, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Originally, it just looked like a thorny butthole. <laughs> just a butthole with teeth. A butthole that had been recently shaved, and the stubble was coming back. <laughs> <laughs> 
Victims of the almighty Sarlacc. <laughs> That's a space butthole. <laughs> you walk up. Please enter the Sarlacc pit. We hope that you will find your death pleasurable. <laughs> and it does that dump fart. <laughs> Big gas cloud. <laughs> Uh, as you're digested in his asshole for 6,000 years. You actually come out the mouth. (laughs) It's on the other side of the planet. (laughs) Uh, That's good. (laughs) Boba Fett just fell in an asshole. (laughs) He he just falls in it, too, which is the worst. (laughs) That's why his uh, his father's death in Attack of the Clones is so poetic, because they're both such cool characters who just have fucking lame deaths. I mean... Django's is a little better. Yeah, at least he gets to ride off in a horse at the end of the movie. <laughs> Django! Django, your son will die in a butthole. <laughs> Django! <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Back when that movie came out, I missed the opportunity to buy the best T-shirt ever. It was it's Django Unchained, but it was you know without the D, and it was Django Fett's helmet and like his blasters up, like like the poster for Django looks so cool. Oh, I thought it was just uh like the Django Fett. <laughs> it says the N word. <laughs> uh, Quentin, direct a Star Wars. Stop movie. saying clone. <laughs> It's derogatory. <laughs> then it would be dropped a lot in a Tarantino <laughs> Star Wars <Yeah>. film. <laughs> Does that say dead clone storage over my garage? <laughs> tell me. I'm going to tell you right now. Does it say dead clone storage over my garage? I don't need you to tell me how good my coffee is. <laughs> I know how good the fucking coffee is. I made it. I don't know. I don't need you to tell me how good the blue milk is. It's great. <laughs> I milked it from the titty right now outside. This is that Tarantino Star Wars that we like heard about. Did you hear about that? I thought it was a Star Trek. No, it was Star Wars <laughs> that they were talking about. I, well, it might have been both, honestly. I think the rumor was just going around. But God, that's where it is. Tarantino Star <laughs> I don't think dead clone storage. <laughs> <laughs> Samuel Jackson gets to come back. It's the Mace Windu origin story. What do they call a Big Mac in space? <laughs> in Coruscant. <laughs> no, it's just called a Big Mac. <laughs> uh. <laughs> a galactic with cheese. <laughs> John Travolta would definitely play Han Solo. <laughs> Christoph Waltz as the Emperor. <laughs> hey, I never seen something as good as the blaster by your side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and featuring Uma Thurman's feet. <laughs> oh God. Oh. Quentin, please give us what we want. Oh, it'd be so good. That would be awesome. Uh, no, I would. I would cast. I would cast. Uh, would you say Christoph Waltz as the Emperor? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. A good, that's a good casting choice. Ooh, that's a bingo. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> actually, it's just like so calm. Yeah. <laughs> Even when he does the lighting out of his fingers, it's just like, zap. <laughs> oh, no, you'll die. 
<laughs> no. But he says it in German. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Inexplicably. <laughs> like, uh, maybe Luke, try Italian, Chris. Lucas shows up to the set and he's like, listen, I was trying to be subdued about the Nazi imagery here, but uh, you're not helping. I was just tapping into my family's <laughs> history, <laughs> Mr. Lucas. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, Walter Brimley. Yeah. Diabetes. Diabetes. He throws him out, and then he's basically like, oh, those kids have nowhere to go. I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll let well, them into my home. Well, Teak, Teak takes muffins to them. He steals the muffins. Like, that's a weird thing, because like, it's, it's, it's like he's um he's sitting there, and he's like, you better not. Steal these muffins and bring them out to them kids, right? And he's being serious, but it sounds like he's like, you know, that kind of reverse yeah, like, psychology. You not do it, right? Yeah, 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 totally. But he's legitimately like, you better not steal these muffins, take them out to those kids, right? And he's like, when I turn my back, they better not be stolen, right? <laughs> yeah. And then they are, right? He like literally does his like speed move, steals the muffins, like goes outside, gives them to them, and speeds back, right? And he turns back and he's like. Damn, you must have been hungry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay. This is the point in the movie also where Denzel Washington's son shows up and he joins the clan um, with Adam Driver. (laughs) This was the point of the movie where I turned it off and was like, ah, Black Clansman's on HBO. (laughs) I watched that because I couldn't do it. I was like, this is a two-seater for me. Like, I need to rewatch this later. Yeah, Yeah, so um, uh, basically, um, after this... He like looks out the window. He's like, ah, I guess you can come in, but yeah. you can't stay, right? And he's like, Yeah, they'll stay. Yeah, right? they he he shacks him up. Like Sindel has a weird nightmare. Yeah, and I don't remember. What the I don't remember was, either. Right, but they do. And then uh, there's this like song that she sings, but awful, awful. <laughs> like I was just like, you guys could have cut it. This like, is she wouldn't have remembered that she did it. Yeah, no, that's, that was pretty terrible. Or um, even if she did, she's probably not proud of that. So like, it's not like you would have offended her. I, she already got one full movie. It's not yeah. like her parents are gonna be like, "Damn you! The song was a family heirloom." I don't remember this movie being in the uh, Shirley Temple box set. Face. <laughs> <laughs> Animal crackers. Because I was my just like, <laughs> I was just like, mm, nice try, sweetheart. <laughs> Their parents showed up to the set like she could sing too she could sing and she's like i don't really like singing mommy and like (laughs) she can sing there's there's also a part in here where um they're like look we picked flowers we can make a pie i was like no you can't (laughs) (laughs) flower pie (laughs) everyone loves petal pie that's great it's just like the goddamn mud pie you made yesterday (laughs) listen i know you guys ate my rations but we can't be eating (laughs) mud and flowers (laughs) There's a perfectly good bunny rabbit thing right there. <laughs> you guys got any leftover stormtroopers? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Technically, they're not human, so you could eat clone meat. Damn. <laughs> Does it say clone meat storage on my garage? <laughs> um, so then... So, uh, also, he does this weird thing where he is picking them up. Literally just picking them up, like picks Sindel up to take her to bed, picks her up to like toss her in the air. Yeah, like, <laughs> like he's like she's he went like I said, he one eighty so quick. He went from get that fucking kid away from me to this is my child. Mm-hmm. And then um, and then he tells her a story. She tells about her family who's dead. Yeah, right. And um, he tells her a story 
of he wasn't alone. He actually him and a friend were co-pilots and they crash landed on this planet and they've been here so long he doesn't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which but I his friend is it. long gone and he's basically like, "Yeah, he's probably dead now." This is this is this story is the setup to one of the best payoffs <laughs> in this movie. Um yeah, that you think this is just a throwaway story, but then, like, in ten minutes in the film, it just comes to a weird head. It's just, like, out of nowhere. Uh, so, um, and, and then, now, the next morning, uh, Sindel goes outside, and she's hearing the song that she was singing the night before. Yeah. Right? And she sees... A, like a lady in white at the lake. She sees the... With uh, like a white unicorn. She sees the high elves from Lord <laughs> of the Rings <laughs> yeah. sitting out there. <laughs> and uh, she's like, that song, how do you know it? And literally the response she goes is, I know many things. And you're like, Mom. <laughs> I know many things. <laughs> Look at me. I'm the youngest. <laughs> I sing songs. I sing the greatest songs. I know many, many things. I know many Ewoks. <laughs> that's that's the moment where it's such a red flag. How do you know that song? I know many things. I, um... I'm going to leave. <laughs> if you're going to be pretentious, asshole. I know some of the greatest marauders. <laughs> I know some marauders. They're very good people. <laughs> I mean, the Ewoks versus the marauders. They're bad people on both sides. <laughs> the Ewoks are not the best that are coming in. They're not giving us our best. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they're rock throwers. <laughs> they're they're log jumpers. Oh, oh god, that's, that's an Ewok slur. Yeah. Log jumper. <laughs> <laughs> we need to build a wooden dam. <laughs> Keep we need to the blow e up Endor. <laughs> make Endor great again. <laughs> We need to keep out the Ewoks. <laughs> oh, no. I'm really afraid of little people. <laughs> Tiny hands. <laughs> Officially now my favorite episode. Oh, my God. Um, God damn. So, at this point, um, she, the lady in white, just immediately is just like, Psych, I'm the lady in black. I'm the crow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's like, I know many things. Ah, fuck it. <laughs> right? And, like, uh, the, like she, I guess she had to disguise her horse, too. Yeah, uh, she disguised her white horse she just... as another <laughs> white horse, just with a horn. Which, again, that means there's unicorns in Star Wars. And the fact that she thought she had to, like, lure her with a unicorn... I mean, what do you want her to do, be a man sitting in there with a bag of candy? Hey, kid. Welcome to the middle of the forest. Would you like some flowers? I heard you'd like to make them and eat them. Oh, wow. This is much more trustworthy than that woman with a horse. <laughs> I'm a clown. Oh, my God. Get in my space van. <laughs> it's got free candy written in it in Arabesh. <laughs> it's that guy from episode two. You want to buy some death sticks? <laughs> The fact that that's a real character. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
God. You don't want to sell the little girl death sticks. <laughs> Apparently my Obi-Wan's John Lennon. Yeah, I don't know why that was. <laughs> Peace and love. I'm going to get shot. <laughs> oh, God. It's like you had nothing else that he says. <laughs> Fuck John Lennon. Oh, God. You're a shitty person. Damn. That's right. <laughs> Coming for blood. <laughs> oh, man. Padme's the Yoko Ono of the group. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What? <laughs> That's heavy. <laughs> you were my brother, Paul. <laughs> no, it would be the other way. It would be, Anakin is definitely John Lennon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Paul's like, don't try it, Paul. John. I have the high ground. He starts playing the piano. <laughs> Imagine there's no war. He just chops him in half. <laughs> I told you not to try it. I'm joining wings. <laughs> <laughs> you were my brother <laughs> He's like in the fire He's like Live and let die <laughs> oh, I hate you <laughs> <laughs> I truly truly hate you Now it's Now that your John Lennon Went to Austin Powers <laughs> I hate you baby <laughs> <laughs> This is a bad bad burn baby <laughs> I'm sorry, it seems in your anger she made shitty art. I I I'll bring peace and prosperity to my new empire, baby. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be groovy. Okay, okay, okay. Oh my god. So um at this point. We both really like Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, that's great. This is a great May the 4th episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought we were really going to focus on just this shitty movie. No, no, no. <laughs> this always happens when it's a really shitty movie. <laughs> so um, now, uh, yeah, Sheral Sh kidnaps, kidnaps her. her, right? Just <laughs> takes her on horseback. Takes her to Castle Grayskull. <laughs> <laughs> Bring me the girl! The Star Wars of the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no lie, guys. Uh, we have the Masters of the Universe uh, VHS, and on the cover, we've been waiting to say this for a while, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah. On the cover of it, it says, the it, Star Wars of the 80s. <laughs> they were really banking that another one wasn't going to come out. <laughs> they were also just, I guess... Hoping that nobody knew that the that two of the three Star Wars had come out in the eighties. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just, they were like, "Oh man, this movie really sucks." Is there any good reviews for it? Oh, there's one at KQGD, uh, middle of nowhere, North, uh, Fargo, North Dakota, said the Star Wars of the eighties. Put that on the box. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Make it like eleven point font though. Almost as if like that guy had only seen the seventy seven Star Wars. He's actually never seen a Star Wars yeah. film. He was just like Star Wars of the of Star the Wars came out in the sixties, right? <laughs> I mean, not that Reagan stuff, but the Star Wars. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. The Star Wars of the Reagan. Uh, uh, yeah. So yes, they go to Castle Grayskull, um, and then. So Tarek's there, and like everybody's, this is this is very much a like Jabba's Palace throne room kind of rip off, but, but like in really a castle, crap. <laughs> yeah, just crap. Everybody's just around, and um, you know, uh, he's there, and he's like, give me the power, yeah, right? yeah, and I'm like, just like Skeletor, <laughs> right? And uh, you remind and, me of the babe, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, well, it's thirteen o'clock. 
fuck? Because <laughs> he does. He sets a time limit. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah He yeah. basically is like, you'll give me the power. You'll tell me how to turn on the, the fuel cell that's basically at their feet. Yeah. And um, the witch doesn't know how, right? No, she's, she's, she's so she, useless. Well, because basically she lied to him. Yeah. She, he was like, you know how to turn on the power. She's like, no, but maybe the little girl does, right? Yeah. She's like, she definitely does, so she kidnaps the girl. That was her motivation for kidnapping the girl. So she brings the girl back, and then she's like, come on, do it. And I'm like, does she actually believe her own lie? Yeah. Or, or yeah. like, I don't know. But either way, he's like, you have to, like, <laughs> yeah, he's like, you have to sun up to give me the power, or I will kill your Ewoks. <laughs> what if the girl's just like, all right. <laughs> I've literally known him for two days. <laughs> We're, I don't give a shit. <laughs> Only one of them went on the caravan of courage. Yeah. <laughs> I hate those little freaks, those little log jumpers. <laughs> and he's like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> I, I could see you wear one of those red hats. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're, they're being escorted to... A dungeon. A dungeon. Mm-hmm. Where they pass a skeleton. Yep. Which yeah, <laughs> brings good. us so good. Back around. So basically they get locked in their dungeon and uh, her and 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 Sheral, right? Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Tarek st- takes the magic ring from Sheral and is like, you gotta get this back till you give me the power. Yeah. Basically. You I don't can have know. this back when you know how to behave. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no uh, crow stuff for you. And yeah. I'd be like, you're freaky. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he takes from they he puts both of them in, in dungeon cells, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then and then after this, um, they have a conversation. <laughs> yeah, a weird conversation, a weird conversation that makes me wonder if Sherelle was in on it, like she was trying to help the greater good in the long run. But <laughs> it's just such a weird conversation that they have, where she basically tells her everything. Yeah, just like. Oh well, they're referring to the fuel cell. They're trying to get out of here. Yada yada yada. Oh yeah, that skeleton over there—that's <laughs> that, Noah's friend. Yes. <laughs> so basically, it's like he. So Tarek apparently like beat him to death yes. to get information about like the power. Yeah. Right? And so like the guy was like, "Yeah, the power is like at at a spaceship. It's it's in a spaceship. It's that we crash landed here. So literally." They went to, like, search for it, blew up the Ewok village to search for it, stumbled upon Sindel's family's spaceship, and was like, ah, that's the power. And that's why they were harassing uh, the principal from the from Breakfast Club, yeah, yeah, yeah. thinking he was Noah. Yeah. Right? And they were like, give me the power. He's like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. This is like the big Lebowski in Star Wars. <laughs> Just a big misunderstanding about what's going on. <laughs> Listen, man, be cool. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, <laughs> but not... I'd, I'd like a Stella Artois. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not... I'm, I, I'm not Noah. <laughs> I'm the dude. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah, she just explains they're like basically like yeah that's your that's that dude's dead friend anyway that's gonna be us yeah um, yeah so uh meanwhile Teak and Noah and Wicket uh huh 
Um, they, they all basically just figured out on their own that she's gone. Yeah, that she's been kidnapped. So and, they make their way to the fort or mm-hmm. to the fortress. Yeah, um, they sneak in. There's well, no, ver- <laughs> not first without hitting what I thought at first was acid water, but then turned out there was something living in yeah. it, which was weird. Yeah, it almost eats. Well, it's kind of uh, like ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like the the, bo- the the bog of eternal stench. But yes, but if it had something living in it, yes, 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 because right. it tries to eat them. Or um, it's like the it's like the the water in the underground of Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you will come out no more. Yeah. <laughs> what? Why will come out no more? <laughs> the weird eye. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, that's that's the the weird eye monsters later. Oh, that's this right. This is that thing that literally is bubbling in the water and then comes out of the hole. Yeah, steals one guy and then uh, the. You know, the magician yeah. just throws something and he's like, You will come out no more. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And just Kurt Russell, that's my favorite part of the whole movie. It's just like, What the hell's going on? <laughs> like, he's seen so much already. And I love like Big Trouble. Such a good movie. Um, but, um, okay, so. They break in. They, yeah, they use like a Gatlin gun or like a, like a, harpoon kind of thing like, uh not a gatling gun you're making me forget what it's called. grappling hook grappling gun gatling. <laughs> they just mow down everyone with yeah, the gatling no more gun. wall <laughs> see trump needs to know that gatling guns are no match for the wall <laughs> yeah um so they break in um <laughs> and then they kind of just stumble around the castle yeah and they have kind of like a Back there, and forth. Oh, there's a scene where they literally, um, <laughs> they like, like, like uh, a couple. They must have got it from the little people working on set. Where, where, literally, Wicket and Teak, uh, get on the shoulders of Noah and become like, like tall man. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> they just put that's on right, a cloak right. and they walk through the throne room full of people and the leader and nobody's and literally and Tarek points out them walking through the cloak and he's like hey look at that that's a nice cloak i guess right yeah he just points at them nods and people are like yeah cloak man right? yeah they're like oh cool there he is he's back cloak man <laughs> yeah. how's it going everyone yeah. <laughs> i say we let him go <laughs> just the ewoks oh uh, man we love cloak man <laughs> <laughs> the star cruiser <laughs> i let him go remember when he killed that village of kids god <laughs> cloak man's so cool <laughs> God. I wish I was Cloakman. Man, that Cloakman, he's a goddamn hero. God. <laughs> Cloakman out, motherfuckers! <laughs> I'm going to the dungeon, don't follow me! <laughs> yeah. Um, they get, they, they goof, goof around. By the way, does anybody know where the Ewoks are? <laughs> I sure hate those log jumpers! <laughs> those tree swingers! That's a little <laughs> um, so they, they goof around in the castle and basically get the keys to let out um, Sindel and... Yeah, Teak uses his super speed to, get to, it. To, to speed over to the keys, but not to speed speedily get the keys. He just kind of is standing behind one while they're playing... Like cards, yeah, they're playing Jim <laughs> Rummy, <laughs> and and Teak, like in plain sight to the one guy playing cards, like to the opposite side of the guy he's in, next to, like takes a card, puts it in the guy's sleeve, and creates a distraction by the fact that like the card falls out, yeah, and then they have like a fight, yeah. Um, and I I was like, oh shit, Han's gonna shoot first again, <laughs> <laughs> but no, like they just fight it out. Meanwhile, um, they unlock the cages. 
right? My favorite part of this shit-tastic film. They come up, and they unlock... Um, they unlock Sindel and all the and, other Ewoks. And all the other Ewoks. And then Sherlock is like, hey, let me out. I'm I'm good. And you're like, oh, she is good. And Sindel says, no, she's bad, and th- proceeds to throw the keys down a drain. Specifically goes, no, not her. She's evil. Yeah, throws the keys down a drain, like gives her the middle finger as she like walks away. Take that bird, bitch. Yeah. And she rots in that cage. Yeah. So uh, I uh, then the Marauders – one marauder stumbles upon everybody breaking out and yeah. then just goes to um to a bunch of cans, which apparently is the alarm. Yeah, he like <laughs> <laughs> just a bunch of cans hanging up. Yeah. Like it's like it's a um like it's a hillbilly like lantern like chimes. Well you ever play you ever play Fallout? No. Oh in Fallout there's actually an item that will alert uh enemies around you. It's just literally uh tin cans on a chain. Oh, so God. when I saw this I was like Oh, it is practical. <laughs> yeah, he rings it, and everyone comes in, and literally, this is some Scooby-Doo bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> All he needed was, like, the, the Benny Hill, like... <laughs> Ewoks have guns for the first time <laughs> yeah. ever. Nine millimeters. They're killing people. <laughs> they are, though. They have lasers. Yeah, yeah, And they're yeah. just shooting the marauders. Yeah. And they're just falling like flies. Yeah. Um, and then... In the most Star Wars thing in this movie, like, because all the guns, I've never, I don't really recognize them because they're, like, wrapped in, like, things that make them look like Mad Max guns instead. Yeah, yeah, Just, like, leather wrappings and stuff like that. So, the most Star Wars thing is that he actually has a thermal charge. Yeah, that he throws. No. No, he puts it against the wall. Oh, that's right. Yes, it sticks to the wall. So, thermal detonators are the the sphere grenade style, like, um... (laughs) Leia dressed as Bushhead in yeah. uh, Jabba's palace. Yes, you're Thermal right. charges are what, excuse me, Han and the crew place in the shield yes. generator in in Endor. Yes, you're right. right you're so right. maybe he got that. No, thermal charges are definitely a a big thing. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. It's like Pla- C four in the. Yes, yeah. places that on the wall, and then um, that blows the wall out, and then they proceed to like do like a line. Across the moat. Yeah, which I thought they were going to zip line, but no, they just like (laughs) slowly crawl across this rope. Like, come get us! <laughs> and they they slowly get across, and then all the uh, marauders start coming. Start too. coming too, and of course, like you should have seen this from a million miles away. They cut the rope. They cut the rope on their end once they get down. Yeah, right. But what's better is those guys start climbing up that rope, and Tarek comes into this room, right. And is so pissed off at the situation that he just cuts the other end of the rope. Yeah, while the other guys, <laughs> while the guys are on it, he just kills his own men because he's mad. Yeah, he's, he's not a bad villain per se. No, he's pretty good. But yeah. they fall in the water. Yeah, and they get eaten. Yeah, presumably by whatever's in that water. Yeah. Right? So now uh, the Ewoks and Noah and Sindel, they're all running back. To uh, what we didn't mention is uh, there is a scene where Noah went off out out of his cabin and went off alone in the woods, and Sindel and and Wicket followed him and actually discovered his spaceship that has been like just stranded, like without power. Yeah, yeah and he's yeah. been trying to fix it for years. Right. Yeah. So that's what they're all racing back to because they actually have the power generator now too. Yeah, and that's that's another thing is when when they're in the cages, uh, Sindel and um, uh, Sh- Sheral, uh, she's like, they want the power. 
And then Sindel's basically oh, yeah, like, we've... are you fucking stupid? That's just a fuel cell. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you idiots. <laughs> it's a really weird, like, you mean the fuel cell? Yeah. It's like, oh, these guys are dumb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hell dumb. But yeah, um, he goes out to his, yeah, he shows them his secret dance spot. <laughs> where he goes and dances his feelings. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> with flash dance yeah. that, i mean not flash dance uh, uh, footloose footloose but i am specifically thinking of like when hot rod makes fun yeah, of it yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he falls down a hill for three minutes run 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 <laughs> like a gun <laughs> um yeah so then they can never 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 that's the song yeah, yeah. um uh, hot rod yeah that's yeah, good uh, same song as as Footloose. As Footloose, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, yes, it's, yes, it's it's great. But um, so they're proceeding on their way to the ship with the fuel cell. Uh huh. Um, and a whole bunch of shit goes down. This well, is finally leading up to the battle for Endor. <laughs> it's like li- literally, I guess. It's like ten minutes left in this. More like movie. the battle for Noah's ship. Yeah, the battle for the ten feet in front of the castle <laughs> to the ship. <laughs> The battle for desert land. The battle for the matte painting. <laughs> so that's something that we actually didn't cover. Should, should we do the Farthest Moon of Endor thing? Uh, yeah, we were both very confused mm-hmm. about what the Forest Moon of Endor means. Yes. Because I was under the impression that it is a forest moon of Endor, as in Endor is the planet. Jonathan was under the impression that mm-hmm. it's the forest moon of Endor. Like, Endor is the moon, right. and it's just the, a forest moon. Yeah, basically, like, the the I don't know, the forest planet of of Earth. Yeah, basically. And I believe what we came to was that you, you were correct. It is correct. Yes. yes. It, the forest moon of Endor is... It's Endor, it's a forest moon. Yes, and there, there was official... Um, uh, at least uh, as official as you can get, like from like Wikipedia, which I mean, it's still like fan based thing, but like, you know, if there was an argument about it, <laughs> like it would be under like review and stuff yeah. like that, right? Um, but I- instead, basically, it's known uh, in, in, in the actual canon, right? It is known as um, a small forested moon that orbited the outer rim planet of the same name, is what that says. Oh, that's right. So we were, like, both right. Right. So basically, it did orbit a planet. Named Endor. But, uh, yes, correct. But the name of the moon is Endor. Right. (laughs) The barren moon of moon. (laughs) But then what we also realized is, about our own life on this planet, is that our moon doesn't have a name. (laughs) Yeah, it's just named moon. (laughs) So that's... Upsetting. <laughs> we are so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's Titan, largest moon. Ah, huh, cool. What about that one? Well, that's ours. That's Moon Moon. Moon. <laughs> Don't fucking ask about it, kid. <laughs> All right, Dad. <laughs> uh, who's the man in it? <laughs> who's the man? If you believe they put a man on the moon. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, hold on. The moon, also known as Luna. Which means moon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am El Nino, also known as the Nino. The artist, the symbol uh, formerly known as Prince. <laughs> symbol formerly known as moon. 
<laughs> so yes, there's a tussle. The tussle for Endor occurs. <laughs> <laughs> the struggle. The struggle for Endor. Um, <laughs> the slap fight for Endor occurs. Yeah. So like they're uh, the Ewoks and everything. They're running to the through the forest, but then like the Marauders seem to be having the toughest time getting through the same terrain. Yeah, it's actually a Vietnam War um, <laughs> allegory for when we fought in the jungles and didn't know what the fuck we were doing. Um, and then, so Ewoks and Noah get inside the spaceship, and in the spaceship they have turrets, but the turrets, <laughs> they don't have actual glass windows. Yeah. So I'm like, you guys aren't going to do too well once this gets up into orbit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They just get up there and get sucked into the vacuum of space. It's like... <laughs> Oh, and, and they just eyes pop out of Sindel's head. <laughs> it's not going to go well. <laughs> I think my life signs are gone, too. <laughs> my eyes! <laughs> oh, it's like a Van Horizon. Yeah, where the kid's like huddled in, all the blood's coming out of him. <laughs> shut your eyes! Just shut your eyes, Sindel! Dude, that'd be so fucking sick if she just like imploded from space pressure, and then Wicket was like, <laughs> and just like, I told you I wanted goddamn people with me. <laughs> <laughs> Wicket's eyes actually suck into his head normally instead of bulging out. <laughs> ah, thank you. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> Space pressure has completed our, our revolutionary track. <laughs> I think the pressure is getting to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so now um, they're fighting and uh, Tarek goes and he's like, no! <laughs> outside of his ship. And I'm like, how the fuck does he know his name? Yeah. Right? I, maybe his friend told him that, too. <laughs> He's like, my friend's name's Noah. All right, that's all I need to know. Just like, right. smashed his face. He looks and... like him, too. <laughs> uh, years from now, he'll be most well-known for doing a diabetes ad. <laughs> all right, thank you. <laughs> no! Get out of here, you goddamn wife beater! Derek. <laughs> That's me. Diabetes. <laughs> and um, so now, this is just uh, a fight where an old man beats somebody with a cane. Yeah, basically. <laughs> right? And some people I've read, like, speculated that, like, uh, and I thought I found this interesting, and I wish they would have went into it. Like, that would have been way cool, is if... Like, Noah legitimately is a Jedi in hiding. Oh. That would have been way cool, and that his story, like, like was a lie. Yeah. You know, like, yes, his friend does exist, but they were not just, like, cruising around the galaxy, like he says. No, like, yeah, that he was actually hiding from. Yeah, they were in hiding. Uh, interesting. Yeah. I mean, that does, that would be very interesting. It, it would make it way better. It would make it fight so much better. better and so much smarter. Yeah. But I guess... I don't know. They're still at this point, still playing into the fact that like Luke is the last. Like, sure, yeah, right. Well, yeah, in in this like chronological order of how these films were made, yeah, yeah absolutely. There's but, not supposed to be any more, basically, right? So. But then Lucas was like, "No, nah, they're all over the place." Yeah, which is so <laughs> funny because like I guess by saying like Luke is the last, it's not necessarily true because obviously Obi Wan was hiding. Well, so this guy no, totally could have been hiding by the time Luke is in training with Yoda. He would be the last. Yeah, yeah, is what they're saying. So basically, any Jedi's that we've seen and any stuff that's even canon up until this point is still considered like, well, that was all happening right up until like Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, and then I guess somebody was just like, like 
force projected to Yoda being like, hey, <laughs> I just died, and I think I was the last one. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> you think so, huh? <laughs> 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 Seagull, um, stop it now! So I've always, I've always, I, I a little, <laughs> I love, I love Star Wars. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Um, I love Star Wars, and I know, I do know a lot about it. But one thing that's always confused me, I've just never have given it sure. any time to read. I is, got you. Are Jedi just force sensitive people, or are they force sensitive people with a job? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You mean there's. Uh, so you're saying... That... Or not Force-sensitive, but people who can use the Force, uh-huh. or people who can use the Force that have a job. Well, they don't quite have a job. They're like monks. They're like in service. They're like the church. No, I'm saying they're not being paid, but I'm basically saying is they have a title. Okay. Because, like, well, no yeah, one's there's ever people, said... There's people that don't get discovered all the time. Yeah, because what I'm saying is, like, Leia is very clearly can use the Force, mm-hmm. and is even in, just even in the original three, it uh-huh. is very heavily hinted that she... Like is at least force sensitive, sure. But no one ever says she's a Jedi, right? Because she's not. That's what I'm saying. So it's no. You need to go through the teaching to become a Jedi. Yeah. Okay. So I've I've always wondered about that. So that's what it is. It's yeah. it's it's like a you have to go through school basically. Well, to be considered yeah, a Jedi. because that's why you have different um like titles. Your Padawan, and then your Jedi Knight, and yeah. then your Jedi Master. Yeah. Okay. You know? Okay. That's why Anakin's so pissed off that he finally gets the Jedi Master like title, but isn't allowed on the Council. All he had to do was wait for Mace Windu to arrest <laughs> the Emperor, and he would have been fine. <laughs> oh, man. It always pisses me off because I'm just like, you know you could have just, like, talked to him in jail and learned the teachings. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know? Like, you did not have to straight up go in and cut a dude's arm off. Yeah. You know? Like a bitch. <laughs> hey, Anakin, I know you're enjoying this space water shit, but... Do you know the real... um? the real way that scene was originally written and actually filmed. Oh, they were at a strip club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and one of those Twilight dancers. <laughs> he was like, I am the Senate. And I have a boner. <laughs> I have lots of credits. <laughs> Dance for me, Twi'lek. <laughs> and, gonna, and Sam I'm, Jackson was like, God damn. I'm not a stripper. I'm a dancer. <laughs> uh, I'd love to touch you. Space girls. I'd love if you touched me, too. <laughs> and then he does that spin. Space girls. <laughs> the sheave spin. That's so weird. That's the best. <laughs> so that scene originally, how it was supposed to go down was, um, and, and it, there's still shots uh, to prove this in the film, like in the uh, in the completed footage, is that uh, he, Anakin was supposed to be with that group of Jedi, right, and um, was going to confront him, right, and straight up, the uh, Palpatine was not supposed to have a lightsaber. He was supposed to literally grab Anakin's off of his belt with the Force. Oh shit! Right, and um. And use that to fight them off, and Anakin was helpless. Like, uh, didn't have a lightsaber to fight with. Yeah. Right? And had to watch it all go down in front of him, and the Emperor, like, basically manipulated him in that moment um, to, 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 to make it look like, basically, he was defenseless, and the Jedi attacked him. Yeah. And so he needed to fight back. Uh, with his lightsaber, yeah. right? And always looked like he was on the defense until Anakin was like, this is bullshit, right? Yeah. And uh, basically, b- 
basically, I think I think Anakin doesn't participate at all a- until he like literally makes a choice to like get in between them. I think was the original. That's um, cool. And then Mace continued to try to kill him, and he was like, "You can't kill a man who's down," kind of thing. Yeah. Right. And it kind of made more sense to me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and the footage to prove this is if you actually slow down the DVD or the Blu-ray at this point, right, and look at some of the shots, he is holding Anakin's lightsaber, but they colored it red. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. Next question. Why the fuck is E.T. in the movies? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, I always like that. Like, they're, they're in the Senate, Yeah, right? they're in the, yeah. in the big, like, galactic Senate. There's E.T. in his fucking stupid family. <laughs> <laughs> We're here to fight for the rights of the planet, people! <laughs> <laughs> Look you, E.T., no one likes you. Elliot, ouch! <laughs> <laughs> and now the representatives from ET Planet, <laughs> ET Planet. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Our ride was demolished. <laughs> he will be using a speaking spell to present to the audience. <laughs> we are very all right fuck it we don't care be good it <laughs> just leaves <laughs> i just love that like it's it's uh because star wars is so highly held among amongst huge fucking nerds uh <laughs> like us it, yes like us it just couldn't be like a little tip of the hat to his old friend <laughs> steven spielberg it's now like well this canonically means that et exists <laughs> in the star wars universe which means that earth exists too <laughs> which means elliot probably was a jedi master <laughs> <laughs> and that's why and that's why he had action figures of all his favorite jedi <laughs> <laughs> That's why he told that man to shut up, penis breath, spoken like a true Jedi. <laughs> I mean, he was more like a dark Jedi. Like, I, what, why is his voice happening? <laughs> what is that one? Mm, actually, <laughs> like a dark Jedi. <laughs> Damn. Okay, so we're almost there. Oh, shit, Battle for Endor. <laughs> That's the movie we're doing. <laughs> it would have been way cool if he was a Jedi, is what I'm trying to get to. The kid from E.T.? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. It would have been cool if he built an arc. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, E.T. had force powers. That's why they were able to levitate. <laughs> E.T. use force. Oh, man. Don't, I don't like to talk about E.T. too much. I, I cry my eyes out every time I see it. Oh, I love E.T. Dude, every time. As soon as the bike chase starts and that music, John Williams score kicks in right there. I already know what's going to happen for me. Like, I can feel it. I get the pre-cry breaths. I'm just like... <laughs> That's, um... That score specifically, because I've never parked in a different parking structure at Universal Studios. Mm-hmm. It's always E.T. Oh, Every damn. single time I park there, always the E.T. floor. That's good. And when you're walking out, the score is I always... I love that the dotted mosaic that they yes, have, Yes, yes, yes. But the, um, the score is always playing right there. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, that gets me so fucking giddy to go... To Universal. Where it's not there. Yeah. But it just makes me feel so like, ah, oh, this score. Mm-hmm. They should just build John Williams land. I'm telling you, like, uh, while I would say at this point, just because it's all-encompassing, that uh, Last Jedi's score is probably his best work. Oh, yeah. Because it literally is all the themes. Yes, right? so good. Uh, like, Empire, I would say his top three are Empire... Last Jedi for everything that it is. Are you talking Star Wars or just John Williams scores? John Williams, and then and then I would say E.T. is number one. You're gonna put E.T. before like Raiders? 
Yeah, Raiders to me kind of just keeps going on with the same kind of stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know you don't like the film as it is, but I, I actually enjoy um, Temple of Doom score better than Raiders. Temple of Doom score is good. Yeah, Uh, it's a change of pace. (laughs) 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 Beating the kids, (laughs) Doctor Jones, Doctor Jones, and an Asian kid (laughs) to fill out the cast. (laughs) We needed the. (laughs) We needed a PG (laughs) thirteen, but we got a PG. (laughs) This is the worst Indiana Jones girl. <laughs> Willie sucks real hard. <laughs> and there's racist Indians. <laughs> and we won't remember her in the next two. <laughs> they probably still boned. <laughs> they definitely boned. <laughs> remember when he grabs those statues, titties. <laughs> <laughs> it was really cool. <laughs> also, fuck Harrison Ford. <laughs> He hates this movie too. God, he hates every movie he's in. Yeah. What a piece of shit. Get off my life. <laughs> wait, wait, I think we made an Air Force One joke yeah. last time. Hey, Air what Force goes around, man? Air Force Two. <laughs> yeah. Get off Mike Pence's plane. That that's what it was. Yeah. Oh God. So <laughs> Yeah, because that, that's what that would be him. The hard. I'm 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 gonna use a word that I wouldn't normally use, but it's good for the joke. Oh no, I'm scared yeah. off this faggot's plane. Because <laughs> no. that's Harrison Ford. Yeah, <laughs> like he's just like Harrison. No, <laughs> I can say what I want. I got an earring. He's like, catch me in in Life of Pets too. <laughs> You saw that trailer, right? It, awful. it played before Endgame. Yeah, yeah. Like you guys based... actually no, I I. I was running late. I I jumped right into Endgame. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. no, I played before Endgame. And the lady in front of me was laughing so hard. I was like, "What the fuck is wrong with you, lady?" Like I was coming down the hall, and because I saw it in the biggest IMAX, I heard the very opening score that was in the trailer, <laughs> and I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> right? And then, and then it opens up with you know the emotional scene that it does, and you're just I was just like, "Okay, I, I didn't miss nothing." <laughs> you guys listening have till. Uh, two episodes from now to yeah. get your shit together before we just start dropping <laughs> shit in the episode. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna say that. <laughs> like, you get, you get three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Should we do just a, like an episode praising it? I feel like it's so. Let's do a monumental. Bom- yeah, let's just do like a, a bombs away special episode this month where we just talk about. Let's I'm go down. see. Let's go see it again. Let's see it again and come back. Like, and I'll, 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 Peyton, you're listening. You can join us for this one. Yes. Hell yeah. Yeah, and we'll talk about it. Our production manager. He can come in, and uh, he's a huge fan. He was on Spider-Man 3 episode. Yeah. So. We'll go see, like, a matinee, and then we'll come here yeah. immediately. Yeah. And just do it. Done. It's fresh in our brain. Done. Cool. So, he walks <laughs> battle for Endor. Okay, so Noah fights Tarek. Yes. Right? In an old man fight. Yeah. And then Tarek has been wearing um, Sherelle's ring around his neck the whole time. Yeah. We forgot to mention that. And he did let her out, but she doesn't mean it doesn't matter. Yeah, who gives, right? who gives a shit? And then um I guess Noah like bounces the ring off of him and, and Tourette catches it and immediately just turns like to wood. <laughs> like burns like to a like he looks like what um he looks like what uh, Sigourney Re- Weaver and, and 
and Louis Tully look like at the end of Ghostbusters, like burnt up. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> like they got to break them out. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> Smells like dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um... Oh, Fankman, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, yeah, he just turns to like a big crystal. Yeah, it's like uh, thanks for playing. Yeah, and then and then uh, that's it. Um, and then Sindel says goodbye to to um, to Wick- Wicked, Wicked. And, and to Teak because he's like, you stay here, you son of a bitch. You're not coming with me, no pets. <laughs> and basically, this is like a reverse ET. Yeah, they're like we're going home, right? Where like he's like, Sindel, you'll always be in my heart. Right? <laughs> she's like, fuck you, little weird bear freak. Yeah, <laughs> and she's like, I'll come back for you, right? <laughs> right, and. And gets on the starship and flies to outer space, and that's it. Thank End of movie. God, yeah. But then but it's also just weird because it's just like, all right, little girl, you're mine now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? Also, really quick, yeah. talking continuity of this film. If we are to believe that Star Tours is canon, <laughs> which we don't, but okay, <laughs> that means that there's been Star Tours ships. That fly through Endor. <laughs> As this was happening? Yes, this was happening. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've never been to Endor in the movie, only over, ab- I mean, in Star Tours, only above it. Oh, you've never been to the actual, the Endor. original ride. Right, right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that you all, there was no extra choices. It was always you went to Endor. Was that the end? Uh, in the original. Okay. Yes. So how did it go? It was like light speed to Endor. I can't. I don't remember it much because I was so young, okay. and also my my mom doesn't like that ride. It makes her really sick because of Pee Wee Herman. She's <laughs> like he jerked off. <laughs> not he, for me. That's just not, <laughs> not for me. Um, no. But you go to Endor, and I believe you you fly through the trees like they do in the movies. Sure. With the speeder bike. Um. Hmm. With the speeder bike, uh, maybe the new one does have Endor. If anybody's listening, maybe it does. Because I think I, I remember. Don't think it does. I think I remember speeder bikes. Oh no, that's in Kashik. Yeah, there's speed. There's like Imperial troopers you're following on speeder bikes. Yeah, I only okay. ever go to the fucking water one somehow. I, Naboo. Yeah. No, that one's awful because you don't make you don't make the end of it. You don't make the mission. You crash land. Yeah, no, that one's so boring. And then it's also like the most brutal because you get like shook around by that tentacle fish. You get shook around by the tentacle fish, and, and then Gungan. you pop out of water. Yeah, and, then and you, you like skip gush, gush, gush on the and water. Then that thing snaps in front of you. Yeah, there it's should be one where you traumatize. You hit an Ewok. <laughs> Well, well, in Kashik, you hit a Wookiee that smears on the glass. Have That's you seen right. That? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and so my favorite one, there's two. There's the one where Boba Fett's chasing you. It's very rare, right? Oh, where you find him in the in the asteroid field. Yes. Yes. I guess it is him, even though the asteroid field would be, if it's Geonosis continuity, it would be Django. Yeah. But I don't – but either way, he chases you uh, – and you go into Death Star 2. Oh, shit, that's yes. right. Oh, wow, that's it. A... And then you pop out the other side, and he's still chasing you. Yeah, like, yeah It's yeah. a really good one. Right? Yeah, that's a great and one. Th- and then my, my, my most favorite one, and um, they only, they uh, when, when they were doing the Seasons of the Force thing. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. Uh, for the press, they bumped up the mechanics of it to, like, 11, basically <laughs> to the most. Was it, it just, like, rat, ro- rocking you around? Yes, because basically what they what they were trying to do is really get the press to be, like, it's new and improved, you know, yeah. with, like, new scenes for The Force Awakens and stuff like that, right? But they just literally just jumped up the, the mechanics to, like, the most, like, 
I was just like, we're really in fucking hyperspace now. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, um, uh, I got to ride, uh, a scene that I've only encountered once before. And that's why I know they bumped it up even more. Right. Is, um, is, uh, when you're flying through Coruscant and it's supposed to be like in the beginning of attack of the clones where you're chasing the bounty hunter. Right? Oh shit. So, um, just like in the movie where Anakin does that just straight vertical nosedive yeah. through traffic. I, I, right? I've seen this one once or twice. The, the entire ride itself, like, like tilt literally, hard. yeah, to a almost vertical position where like, if you, if, if you want to let your feet, your feet will dangle if you allow it to like yeah. come off the floorboards, right? And you're just dangling there, and it's insane. And like it's it's like a twenty second hold. It's just it's going, and it's like, and you're just like, this was amazing. The current one that's running in the ride that I believe is actually running for all of them right now is actually a is, lot of is fun. Bernie. <laughs> He's running for all of them. Don't don't go in the Joe Biden one. It'll sniff your hair. Um, no, uh, the one that's currently running it shows need a working livable credits <laughs> for all late races of life on Coruscant. Um, the current one you go through uh, Jakku, which is a great scene, and then you go through. So it's all mixed up now. It's not exactly current. No, no, you go through Jakku, and then you go through the Salt Flat planet. Right. Last time I wrote it, I was back on the boo. Like, when did you? When like was the last normal. time you wrote it? Like mm, two months ago. No, this was like a month ago. Okay. They're gearing up for something that I'm gonna say, say at the end that they do on it. Uh, so you you blow through, you go through Jakku, you go through the uh, through the Salt Flat planet, and you mm-hmm. see like the wolves and everything like that, and then you fight the like new AT ATs, which I can't remember what the new ones AT MTs MTs. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes. You blow them up, and they're like, mm-hmm. good. Come on back to Batu. We got a place you can hide, and then you land in uh in Galaxy's Edge. <laughs> yeah, and I it's... thought you were gonna make a joke where you're like, and then you arrive in the parking lot, <laughs> <laughs> and are told to get a reservation ticket <laughs> <laughs> for an un. I wait. Oh, I almost said something. I shouldn't. <laughs> this then... is why I'm not allowed on the project. <laughs> I knew it was coming. <laughs> no, and then you, and then George Lucas walks out and he shows you his dick. <laughs> <laughs> this was worth the millions of dollars that I sold it for. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to Jurassic Park. <laughs> As he starts digging it out, that's when C-3PO's like, oh dear. And then the, the windscreen goes me. starts going up. <laughs> uh, so that was Star Tours. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, this was Ewoks Battle for Endor. I can't recommend this. No. Honestly, the only way I could recommend it is for a diehard Star Wars fan like ourselves that just needs to experience everything that was ever put out. I'm going to give this a soft, if you want to. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you want to see what happens when Star Wars tries to cash in on the fantasy like craze, mm-hmm. go for it. I would say um, if you want to... Um, Basically, if somebody hands you a hard drive with the copies of it on it, yeah, watch it, yeah, right. But don't go hunt it down. Don't no. rent it on Amazon. No, don't don't uh, pay money for this. Yeah, yeah. It's um, it's it's yeah, rough. It's rough. Uh, I jaw scale. Um, three. It's not unwatchable. It's just boring. Yeah. Yeah. I'd give it like a uh, 
I'd give it a three. Okay. I would I would say watch it if you think episode one is the worst Star Wars film ever made. <laughs> Actually, I would say watch it if you think episode two is the worst Star Wars film ever made. Mm. But um, yeah, it's it's a rough one. I find it hard um, to believe that some people would think two is worse than one. Be- just because I, I mean, I'm not, I, I'm not disagreeing with you on certain parts, uh, but two d- generally does have like a very fanboy sequence by the end. You yeah, know, like I hundreds of Jedi and stuff. Yeah, I don't, I don't like two. It's boring as shit. I just don't like the Yoda Dooku fight. Yeah, no, that's one of the reasons I don't like it. It's like that's lame. And then um, the reason why, I mean, honestly, one for all of its faults. Literally, that last sequence with Darth Maul it's amazing. makes up for the whole movie. So, I've said this for years, right? Um, and I only saw one other person on like, YouTube or something ever like kind of write something a little bit similar to what I was like, this is how it should have went down, right? So, episode one, we got that, right? And then I was like, okay, so... Uh, from there, because I said I was like, okay, that action sequence is decent, it's okay, like, but where would we go from then? And I started imagining what it should have been, right? And I was like, well, number one, never have should have killed Darth Maul. I don't. I honestly don't think they planned on it. <laughs> I mean, they made the no, movie. no, no, no. I mean, initially, I don't think they were really banking on actually having him be dead. Hmm. Because Star Wars has always been like people aren't actually dead. They they people die all the fucking time. Yeah. And they come back. I don't I really think they were they were banking on Darth Maul being the big bad. Well that's what I thought. So to me, Darth Maul was like this this trilogy's Vader. Yes. Right? But um so what I what I always imagined was that basically like he did everything he did in episode one, right? He killed Qui Gon and then got away. Is what should have happened, right? Yes. And then Obi Wan, right, would literally have to deal with not only teaching a new pupil that he's un, you know, fit to do at this point in his life, but also is harboring these feelings of revenge. Yeah. Right. And literally is projecting that and the story and everything into Anakin. Yeah. And then literally play out the events of the, you know, where where Darth Maul is now the leader of the clone army, mm-hmm. you know, and stuff like that, right? And then. Just like it happens in the beginning of episode three, where they have a con- confrontation with Dooku, switch Dooku to Maul, and literally like have that play out exactly like it does, right? But now Anakin's motivation is, I did this for you. Yeah, right? exactly. And damn, would would Obi Wan not have felt so much more responsible for everything that happens? Because to me, I'm like, I don't know how you're really responsible for Anakin's turn, Obi Wan. How do you even feel guilty? It's not. It's not Obi Wan's fault, right? Not and at all. I don't all. think it's really supposed to be like. I really don't think you're supposed to be like, ah, oh, Obi Wan, you really fucked this up, right? But it should have been, yeah, right, because the way that Episode Four Obi Wan talks about is like that I failed him, or like the Episode Six Obi Wan as a ghost is just like you know I tried to teach him and I failed yeah. him and stuff like that. I'm like. The stories don't match up. Well, and then if you want to get really deep with it and talk about like certain uh, certain things in it, I think um, Anakin was always destined to end up in the place that he was. Oh, I totally believe that. You know, if if we're going off of the the prequels, whole like prophecy, yeah, is that uh, and the whole thing that he was like basically immaculately created, right? So my theory there, uh, 
I wonder if it goes on with yours. So finish your thought. No, I'm just saying I think it's it's very I think what's going on with like the midichlorians and all that kind of stuff that they were really trying to drop in prophetically is that the Jedi misconstrued what the prophecy was mm-hmm. that they the bringing balance to the Force was not. Okay, so we're on the same page. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That that basically the force was literally being like, "Hey, I got like a million to one on one side, right?" Yeah. And um, honestly, I'm the force, and I'm not trying to have people manipulate the force. Yeah. You're just supposed to live within it. Yeah. Right. So I literally don't think that the force, like, if it is an all some sort of thing that's kind of conscious and stuff like yeah. that, I don't think that the force. Um, wants people to be using it. No, at no. all. And right? I think, and I think what what it comes down to is then a, um, just to use an easier word to explain it is like a like a Skywalker curse, right? Basically. And that's what I've always believed is that the Skywalker bloodline is there to just just wipe it all like like balance. Yes, and, and that's what he means. Bring balance to the force. Yeah, the, what they see as as balance, the Jedi see balance is we need to wipe out the Sith. Mm-hmm. But that's not balance. That's not balance at all. So what the what the force is actually doing is like, and what it's influencing into Anakin and everything like that is, no, like you need to kill all of the Jedi mm-hmm. because we can't have and a, then yourself a million probably yeah and we basically like the hidden agenda of the force is like what they're on the surface is kill all the Jedi because mm-hmm. there can't just be a million good guys mm-hmm. right yeah but then secretly in the background it's like. Make the force great again. Then you guys, yeah. <laughs> then you guys are gonna kill yourselves, and we're gonna get rid of these people who think they can manipulate. And the that's force. what I think is is that literally like and th- and God, I hope this is what we're leading to, is that like, um, which I I think that if 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 Carrie Fisher hadn't died, I really believe that this is where they were going. Is the fact that mother was gonna have to be versus son, and literally. And 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 sacrifice herself to kill him at the same time. Yeah, and finally just well, and that's the thing is like so a Skywalker raised, uh, trained a Skywalker mm-hmm. and he failed because there's nothing he can do, and that was one of the things that people were so upset about is like oh you know why would Anakin let well he wouldn't kill someone like that it's like no he is his bloodline is literally cursed to to balance the Force yes. <laughs> like they, that is their burden to bear. Damn, that is their cross to bear. I mean, I don't know what this movie is going to be about, but like, if they were falling that way, Curse of the Skywalker would have been way cooler. Yeah. <laughs> well, what if Rise of the Skywalker is just they fucking kill everyone? Oh, I think I think it's I think it's straight up going to be like it's because she is a Skywalker, Rey's a Skywalker somehow, like in some weird like like she's the un- uncle's well, son. No, the way daughter. the way I see it is that like either Luke didn't know or he's lying, just like Obi Wan lied. To protect her. See, what I really want from it is for her to be like Obi Wan's child. That's that's what a lot of people were speculating. In Force well, that Awakens. means that he would have he would have slept. You need to watch the Clone Wars because there's a, a woman named Sabine that he loves. He actually was in love with somebody too. Yeah, and uh, that's canon. Yeah, so, they, so it could happen. Yeah, but uh, the age wouldn't add up. That's true. She'd be like fucking fifty years old. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, because that's the Clone Wars. Yeah. Maybe you just, like, had sex with some chick at the cantina. <laughs> <laughs> but she'd still be as old, uh, like, a little bit younger than you, Luke. Oh, fuck, that's right. Yeah, to, uh, like, she'd only be 18 no, years younger than like Luke. No, maybe she's, like, an Obi-Wan descendant or something like that. 
Because she, she has that flashback in Force Awakens and hears Obi-Wan's voice. Yeah. People hear Obi-Wan's voice all the time. That is true. <laughs> so, I was in Big Fish. <laughs> 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 all right. Uh, so um, Star Wars nerd talk. I loved it. Uh, I really enjoyed this episode. So... Um, uh, that's what we thought about it, but there's still some people that we haven't heard from. Ladies and gentlemen, this is What Did Carly Think? Ooh. <laughs> um, Carly is one of those, like, people that really likes Ewoks. Um, <laughs> yeah, just she thinks they're super cute and everything oh, like I that. I mean, because they kind of they, are. Uh, they are. Really, that's what they are. Yeah. Um, and teddy bears. But holy shit, was she terrified of the ones in this. Yeah. <laughs> they, they are ugly as fuck. Yeah. Um, yeah, she, she kept... Uh, her go-to thing, she kept being like, get away from her! <laughs> when, the, when Wicked got too close to the girl. So, um, yeah, this was a rough one. Um, uh, Jaws won for her, though. Okay. Oh, shit. Uh, that's, Wait, what? That's, that's Black Klansman rating. Um, this was a, a Jaws f- 4 for her. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Jaws 4, man. Wow, Jaws 4. Got it. Yeah, so. she doesn't. She's not a huge Star Wars nerd like you and I. So she, you know, was just kind of like, "This sucks." Yeah, no, I get it. So, uh, okay, that is what Carly thought. But there's still some people we haven't heard from. Sad, right? These are people that give the film, um, you know, a way better review. <laughs> Too much. Five, ten stars, if you will. And these are the people that we ask. Give me five. These are five or ten star reviews called from Amazon or IMDb. And um, so I'm just going to read them out verbatim like I always do. I don't know uh, anything about these. Tyler finds these. So I'm going to be just as much in shock as you, the audience member. (laughs) Here we go. This is written by Barzilla82 in 2002. Titled, Greatest Star Wars Movie. Okay, we're already on, like, all right. This is the greatest Star Wars movie ever made. Mind you, he's, he spells Star Wars as one word. <laughs> Star Wars? <laughs> it is the sequel to Ewoks. The first Ewoks movie is stupid. But this is not the case with Ewoks Battle of Endor. It was Wilfred Brimley in his greatest role as Noah. Nope. <laughs> Another great character is the super fast moving animal called Teak. The score is a great composition. Score is all right. Yeah, it's it's okay. Almost nothing goes wrong with this film. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pity that it's so hard to find a copy of it. My mom taped it a long time ago when it was on TV. Our copy has a McDonald's commercial with Jason Alexander doing a musical number. 10 stars. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what's your review for Ewoks? Not the Jason Alexander <laughs> McDonald's commercial. Yeah. <laughs> no, because, well, he, that's why it's so great, because, like, his copy also stars Jason Alexander. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> oh. Jerry! Jerry! <laughs> Noah! <laughs> God. <laughs> Can't date her. <laughs> She's an Ewok. These crackers are making me thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> so the next one is from Hans Center, written in 2003, titled Great. <laughs> <laughs> I love the frosted taste of frosted flakes. <laughs> 
This movie is so much fun to watch. I have been enjoying this movie since I was five, and I have never lost any interest in it. It is out of print now, so it is difficult to come by. But if you can, I recommend watching it as many times as you can, because it will make your life complete. Ten stars. <laughs> as many times as you can? I definitely watched it as many times as I can. <laughs> <laughs> and are you complete? <laughs> no. <laughs> I feel empty inside. So this last one's a little bit lengthy, but I've been promised it's worth it. I, I believe so. Okay. It was for Plan 9. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. If you haven't heard that one, please at least go listen to the reviews. Oh, God. Um, so this one's titled by, uh, written by Child of the Kindly West. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, written in 2000, titled A Great Lucas Tale for Kids. Lucas Tail was, like, hyphenated, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Raccoon Tail. <laughs> I know that many Star Wars fans resent the Ewoks for adding cuteness and comic relief to Return of the Jedi. I also know that they relate to him to, they relate him to, to Jar Jar Binks, the obnoxious, terribly written character from Episode 1. However, I disagree with them. I did not think that the Ewoks served the same purpose as Jar Jar. I did not like Jar Jar in Episode 1. I found his humor juvenile, <laughs> but I understand why it was. The humor was juvenile because episode one was aimed towards a new generation of Star Wars fans, children. <laughs> the Battle of Endor and its prequel, Caravan of Courage, are spinoffs from Star Wars using the fuzzy little creatures that helped out the rebels on the forest moon of Endor in the galaxy far, far away. The movie is for children and teaches important lessons. It deals with issues that children are not usually exposed to, such as death, grief, and abandonment. <laughs> it also tells children that family is whoever loves you and will care for you, regardless of apparent differences. When I was very, very little, the Ewok movies were my very favorite. My mother gave me a present when I had successfully been potty trained. A wicked stuffed animal. I wipe my ass with it. <laughs> Just to let you know how young I was when I watched these movies. I remember these. I remember years later seeing Return of the Jedi for the first time. You didn't watch them in order. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, no. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Hold on, let me catch my breath. <laughs> uh, I remember watching Return of the Jedi uh, on television when it first premiered. That movie enthralled me as well. But at the end, I was surprised and excited to see my little friends, the Ewoks, getting it on the ac getting in on the action, <laughs> getting it on, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> getting in on the action as well. I don't think the Ewoks spoiled anything in Return of the Jedi. <laughs> They're not supposed to. Nope. Uh, they are not unlike other Lucas creatures. They serve their purpose of being the indigenous species of Endor. And so big deal if they are tiny and furry. It's allowed once in a while. So chill out and let kids enjoy the movies. Ten, Ten stars. stars. <laughs> Oh, God. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Battle of Endor. <laughs> and 
If you enjoyed this movie, go ahead and give us a like, review, you know, those kind of things. They're yeah. all nice. Um, Makes us feel good. Yeah. Join us uh, for our next live episode, and that will be May 24th, a Friday at 7 p.m. at the Frida Cinema in Santa Ana, California. If you're not in the local area of the Santa Ana, please write to us and let us know where you'd like us to appear, and uh, we might just make it happen. Hell yes. Okay. So always... Uh, Check back on the T Public store. Look out for those new sales. They're coming, and all the sales will be posted at uh, all of our social media. So that yeah. is at Bombs Away Show, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Write to us. Recommend a movie. Yeah. You know, I mean, we've got movies lined up all the way to July, but then I don't know. I'm going to have to go to my randomization thing again. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so uh, let us know what you want to see live. How about that? Yeah, you know, I got a lot of stuff picked out already, but like I am down to hear like suggestions. You guys should do nothing but trouble. Wow, <laughs> that guy in the audience in the, in the studio really wants to see that. Yeah, we'll see about that. <laughs> Little devil. Goddamn <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> <got> bankers. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, please join us next week. For Mother's Day episode, a very special Mother's Day episode, My Stepmother is an Alien, starring Kim Basinger and ah, Dan Aykroyd. Ah, there we go. That. And, um, and uh, Allison Hannigan as a little girl. And a horny little bird. <laughs> John Lovitz. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> and a purse that has a very weird Joan Rivers impression. Yeah. Yeah. It's a weird movie, guys. Buckle up. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be insane. Uh, and that is uh, our first movie of May. So please join us for that. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, we we enjoy all the support, and we will see you next week. My name is Jonathan. I'm Tyler. And get out of here! You heard me going scram! has been a production of Big Bulb Entertainment, executive produced by Jonathan Young. For more media and information, visit us at www.bigbulbentertainment.com. Big Bulb, what's your bright idea? Shh.